What's going on, Drinking Boys? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first. We got to talk about those things that bring a little money into the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. The Patreon is actually really important on this week's episode. If you are consuming the video versions a week after they come out on YouTube free of charge, this week's episode contained almost 40 minutes of nudity, and as you can tell, it's already coming out late. So the YouTube version is just going to not have any of that nudity in it. It's almost 40 minutes shorter than the uncensored version available on Patreon at patreon.com slash Matslayer. All the back catalog with the nudity is on Patreon too. Please support the show through Patreon for as little as 10 cents a day. It's less than a beer a month. Though you do have to be at the $10 tier to get the uncensored video versions. But it does support the hell out of this show, and I appreciate all of you, all of my Patreon supporters, once again at patreon.com slash Slayer. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Getting a little bit back into the Twitch stream. Been reinvigorated, the community's picked up GTA Online, so we're running heists, we're committing crimes. And in addition to that, on Thursdays, community game night, where we do Goose Goose Duck, I didn't even really make it in this week. I had podcasts and... Editing to catch up on. Obviously, I'm running late all week as it's 2.30 in the morning on Friday and this should have been out 14 hours ago. My bad. But come check out the Twitch stream. And if you have Amazon Prime, please, please throw me a Twitch sub. Cost you nothing. Also helps me out a bit. And last but not least, the thing you can do absolutely positively fucking free. You can go to youtube.com slash and now we drink and subscribe to the YouTube where I am constantly uploading clips, the video, well, the censored video versions are available of some of the episodes, and, you know, it supports the show. So, tell your friends about the show, go to the YouTube, subscribe, all that fun shit. But let's get on with it. My guest this week is adult performer, cam star, Bad Kitty. As you can tell by the almost three-hour runtime, we had a lot of fun. We talked about everything from curling to instant noodles to weird adult swim shows. We got into Bad Kitty's ideas. We discussed why Bad Kitty can't have a linen couch. Why she's been known to roast some children a whole lot more. This is just a super silly drunk episode. As I said at the top, there was almost 40 minutes of nudity by the end of it. We had a good time. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking buddies. We were just having so much fun. I know. Got to hit the record. We, we actually got to record. Like, <laughs> you roll in and it was just like, we just started going at it. It's like, oh, yeah, we probably probably should actually like make a podcast out of this. Yeah, because it was it was getting it was getting juicy. It was getting good. I mean, 30 seconds into sitting down, it's like, oh, yeah, well, homoeroticism and <laughs> dudes obsessed with other dudes' dicks. And, and, and dandy to pee on people. Cheers. Cheers. Well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way the fuck down to LA for this. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a quick, it's a little quick trip. It's an easy, easy peasy hop, well, skip, jump. Yeah, but I'm honored that like 
Like, I'm going to base the rest of my trip out coming down to do the show. Oh, yeah. So it's come here to do this, and then the other days are just penis days. Yeah. And, and beach. Penis, beach, you know, hanging well, out. Yeah. I mean, beaches generally involve a penis. I hope so. Or, I mean, or an oversized clit. It could. There is a penis coming with us, so we'll see. Hey, don't discriminate. You know, it's gonna be just whatever, whatever oh, fleshy thanks. mound ends up in your mouth. Right? Just <laughs> give, give me the shmeat. <laughs> give me the bottom shmeat. Whatever, whatever's there. Most hot town guests are like, yeah, when you know, when I make it to LA, we'll we'll figure something out. And you're like, no, 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 we're doing the show, and then I will find other shit to do while I'm here, which I'm just basically, you know, very honored about. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you wanted to talk to me about whatever we're going to talk about. <laughs> All sorts of shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All sorts of shit. I mean, I we're going to start off with this Crown Royal bag. Oh I, I, I failed and was unable to get Hennessy. I don't know why my local liquor store just had no Hennessy. Mm. I'm glad this isn't happening in February. Oh. You know, because then it would have been a whole nother level. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, Crown's always a good second choice. I appreciate you. Uh, asking me my preferences. And... I got all the second choices for you. It's like yeah. ginger ale with sugar, Crown Royal. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just you made the fucking trek down here, and I'm just full of fail. Like <laughs> just all all the Plan Bs. It's not your fault because you would have you wouldn't have known that it would have been dressed in this terrible. I mean, it's like dun, 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 dun. like that's <laughs> the only thing that's like ah, that's what's sexy about it, but. I, it's, it's interesting. I was like, you know, I'm used to the different flavors have the different color bags. So like the regular is like purple, the peach is orange, the apple's green, and there's a the different bag colors. I mean, I hope that doesn't taste like shit. Oh, no, it tastes like regular crown. It's just ugly as fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> not your fault. It's the ugly stepchild of crown. I am so there, appreciative. There's a reason two months after the season's over that like that bag's still on the fucking shelf. Right. <laughs> Throw football fever forever. Like no one, everyone saw that was like. What the fuck do the Canadians know about fucking football? I'm not sure. What's their sport? I mean, it's like hockey. How yeah. Hockey, curling. That's some shit I don't get. It's like the the scrubbing and then the and then the yeah. yeah like, that's next level white people shit, and I don't I don't get it either. You know that's their business. <laughs> Who whose idea was like? That's so we're gonna shoot right. a giant puck down like we're kind of bowling, but. When you get close, we're going to, you know, kind of sweep at it. Like, if what? Like, why? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck the rules are. Yeah. And I don't know how you win. It's like, I feel like, I mean, obviously the colors in the ring have something to do with the, but then they like, are you wanting to get further than the other one? Are you trying to knock it out? Like, I think you're trying to get in the bullseye, but knock the other person out of the center. Yeah. Whatever. But why? <laughs> why? Why? Like, who got so bored up in Canada? Like, so we have this frozen lake and we're just going to... Right. I'm like, how many lakes have people fallen into doing curling now? Because those things look, those just look heavy. I mean, right? we have Google in front of us. We can find out how many people have died curly. C- curling. Yeah. I'm really curious. Someone has to have died curling. Yeah. I feel like the winter Olympics are way more dangerous than the summer Olympics. I mean, aside from like surfing, but like, you know... There's the luge, there's, you know, the bobsleds, like, all those, like, frozen waters. Hell yeah, Hell yeah, Okay, well, that's not helpful. No, no. Someone dying of cancer, the plate that was a curler, doesn't... (laughs) It's not cause and effect. (laughs) Right. 
I don't think curling causes cancer. No, nor does it cure cancer. Obviously. But who knows? Maybe he didn't play long enough. Who knows? You know, I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm a head doctor. Yeah. Oh. The double entendre. <laughs> yeah. Six athletes had two independent curling injuries. Huh. One was a seven-year-old. Damn. Like they're curling them young. The minute they can crawl, like go throw that right. Throw that shot on the ice. But I feel like it's like curling's one of those sports that like would actually feel I feel like it would be good for kids because you're not only teaching them like sports stuff, but you could also like it's like a metaphor for like cleaning, like mopping and sweeping, <laughs> you know, like I like it. Just making kids clean their fucking room for a game. Yeah, why not? I love that like before we got in there, we're like, let's not talk about sports ball. And then immediately like, <laughs> the we're into weird sports ball. Weird. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah, curling's, it's just a mystery of the world. I don't know what that is, man. Well, and how the fuck did that shit make it into the Olympics? Like, how did other countries like, yeah, yeah, we've we got a curling team. I don't know. It's like when I found out that America has a rugby team. Like, what? That's the thing? I didn't know that they had, I mean, aside from like at schools and stuff, you know, I've seen like, Oh, excuse me. Intramural, like <laughs> sports or whatever. I don't know. Enough sports, man. Back to the penises. Back to the penises. Not, <laughs> not the sweaty dudes that are, you know the penises are attached to right. doing the sports ball. This, those. Let's talk about those sports balls. <laughs> the type of sports balls that you drain. Yes. yes. Draining a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Much more entertaining to me. It it is. It's entertaining to everyone involved. Like my audience, like curling. Really, you're bad kid on here, and you're just gonna talk about fucking curling, right? What fucking show did I sign up for? She came all the way out here to talk about curling. You bought her Canadian whiskey, and then all of a sudden you're just gonna talk about curling. Talk about curling. We're gonna do like thirty minutes on curling, and then show's over. Mm -hmm. Like just not a single mention of a sex act no. anything deprived depraved anything just Nothing curling just so lamente curling <laughs> curling oh, my little speech impediment coming out <laughs> drink more it'll help right <laughs> don't worry by the end of this little bubble curling hmm. curling yeah yeah i know how to play <laughs> so, you're, you're a responsible guest you brought a dd i did yes i brought a dd Shout out to Goddess T. Thanks for DDing me. Thanks, boo. Because you never know. I get a little thirsty sometimes. It's okay. It's your bottle. It's thanks. Like, this is a self-service show. Drink as much or as little as you'd like. I love it. I'm, I'm getting it going. In this schnazzy glass. I really like this glass, though. This is a schnazzy. schnazzy. Shout out to Amazon. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, hey, fancy whiskey glasses. Yeah, I, I show those. Those are on brand. Right? Business right off me, I'm telling you. Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> All this, you're like, this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, now. Really, I started to do the show so I could write off my alcohol. Like, <laughs> Hey, like, work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Like, government, don't come for me, but. Okay. This <laughs> is work. It's all work. Just sitting here drinking. All work. As long as, as long as Uncle Sam gets his, and he will, uh, <laughs> make sure of it. Oh yeah. Oh, he gonna get his. Um, oh. As long as you get, you know, do what you gotta do. Don't tell me what I need to do. I got. I I told you how much I made, which is funny because y'all know how much I made because you made me fill out the papers. So but I do they? Uh, as a ten ninety nine employee, like, well, yeah, they don't know. I love that cash money though. Exactly, and they don't need to know about cash. all that. Yeah. No. 
I'm all, don't ask me about it because I'm not going to tell you about it. Right. They, uh. But they got that garbage where it's like, oh, if you accept over $600 on a, vent, on a business Venmo oh account, all of a sudden, like, now they know. That's so annoying. Like, there are fucking billionaires not being taxed. Oh, my God. You're going to come after me for my $600? Okay. Not to get politicky because I don't know, but the just they're like, oh, we're going to start taxing them at 20%, which is less than I get taxed at. Right. I get taxed more than 20%, but they're like, have a billionaire suffered enough? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, have y'all ever had to eat Top Ramen with tap water? Not even because you didn't, couldn't, it was either the vegetable broth or the Top Ramen. Y'all never live like that. And y'all are saying, I had enough, suffered enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been broken up in points in my life where like, I had to start getting creative with the ramen, like, Oh, I didn't even put it in the water. Like I pan fried the noodles with some chicken. Like okay. poured the powder on top of the. the yeah. When because you can't just do the like the broth every fucking night. Mm-mm. Eventually, you just got like okay, how do I change this up? I mean, there's definitely been points where I mean, I may have been inebriated, but I've just been like brick, just Literally, iron, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say the brick. good old days, and you know, when I was a little ghetto baby, we would just crunch it up in the bag and pour the powder over it, and then you would just eat it. Like yep. Done that. Crunchy, crunchy nudes. Mm-hmm. You have to. Variety yeah. is the spice of life. I'm telling you. But these motherfuckers never, never fucking experienced that shit. They wouldn't even know. Like, no. they're probably like, oh, Top Ramen costs like $10 a bag, right? Right. <laughs> oh, uh, but even that, that shit's expensive now. Everything. Oh my gosh. I went to an a international market the other day. I had never seen so much instant noodle before. I was like, rows and rows beautiful i was overwhelmed honestly the like the imported like instant noodles are actually pretty fucking good like yeah my uh my go-to korean market like there's lobster fucking instant noodles like lobster ramen some of them are like oh hey it's not actually like powder it's like a sauce pack in that motherfucker it's like yeah oh the vet the actual noodles are like vacuum sealed and actually like noodle texture not Right, and they were like handmade already. Like so beautiful. I saw so many different foods that I might not necessarily eat myself, but I could appreciate. They were gorgeous. So much, so much variety. I was like, wow. International markets. You get baked and go to international market. Dangerous, fucking dangerous. Okay, adds up quick. (laughs) Adds up quick. Well, and it just illustrates like how better people eat outside of the states at times. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, because even some of their, you know, frozen meals are, like, amazing. Amazing. Like, you you wouldn't even know. Like, if somebody had cooked it for me and plated it for me, I would be like, this was from the freezer section? Like, what? Right. This Sorry, is like, Swanson's, but. <laughs> what? You, you don't want meatloaf that, like, tastes like a shoe and covered in salt? <laughs> Not a shoe. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> hungry man. Oh, gosh. No. But I remember messing up the ones like the kids' cuisines as a kid. I was like, that's a treat. That was the treat, man. I mean, to this day, I still fuck with bagel bites. Yes. And then like the little pizza rolls. Oh, fucking hot lava in the little. Yeah. <sighs> that's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have lost so many layers of skin in my mouth from those fucking things. Yeah. It's dangerous. Like, dangerous. Who, who at Totino's was like, yeah, this is a good idea. We're just going to, you know, make hot lava in little packets. Yeah. Now feed it to your children. (laughs) They'll love it. They won't be crying in agony. They'll they'll love it. No. But it's like, we never learn. Like today, you know, we're eating the hot pot and it was like literally the second it comes out of the hot boiling water, you put it right in your mouth and you're like, wow, this is hot. (laughs) 
Which hot spot? Um, hot pot spot did you hit? I don't know what it was called, uh, but it was great. It was like all you can eat. It was dope. I'm looking for a new one. My my go to shut down. So yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to ask him what it was called. It was like some cute little corn. It wasn't too far from here. I'll have to find the name out for you. Yeah, please let me know. It was good. That is one thing. The first that time I'd ever been. You've never you've never done hop hop before at all. No. Oh. Uh-uh. I don't have any like where I'm like where I live. There's not any hot pot places. So I was like, or maybe there is, and I just don't know. <laughs> like, I probably just don't know. Just gotta hunt it down. Yeah, I, I don't eat meat, so I guess it's like a very meat centered. But this place had lots of vegetables, tofu. It had like lots of like, great options. The the broths weren't all like fucking meaty. No, they had vegan broths and everything too. Yeah, only fucking L.A. Only L.A. on that shit. That is the fit. My favorite part about L.A. is the cuisine options. Because I used to be like a super devout vegan for like years, and then I stopped, uh, and then just went just eat vegetarian, mostly or pescatarian or whatever. But it's hard to because you want to go get ramen, and you're like, wow, this is dirty water that you call vegan broth, and I don't like this. Right, we we waved a vegetable over it. Mm-hmm. And- the liquor of broth. Right, right. <laughs> I swear, essence of fucking celery. Yeah, you're like a leek walked by. <laughs> <laughs> Just a dab of onion. Yeah, who whispers? <laughs> so what made you decide to go from full vegan to pescatarian vegetarian? Uh, I mean, cheese is pretty dope. It's supposed to be chemically addictive equal to cocaine. This is what they say. I believe it. So I don't fuck with coke. Hmm. I mean, this is a body built by cheese. I... Cheese it. <laughs> right? If cocaine was as good as cheese, I'm going to die. I'm dead. Have you ever watched uh, Loiter Squad? It was <laughs> on Adult Swim. Oh, gosh. It's Tyler, the creator, made it. And the, the intro song is just, I like cheese. I like cheese. I like cheese. Like, that's literally the, the intro song. <laughs> and then, the, like, one of the last ones is like, I like cheese. That's literally... The whole, that's the theme song. I urge you to appreciate it. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. <laughs> you got to watch just one episode or just Google the Litter Squad for one episode just so you can. Hey, I'm into weird cartoons, so I'm totally it's down. It's a cartoon, though. It's really? No, it's a live action Adult Swim. Yeah. Adult Swim does stuff that's live action? I know, right? Yeah. They do do a couple and they're really good. Some other like live action are my favorite. Like that, Black Jesus. Oh, two of my favorites. I will have to check it out. Like, I'm all about Adult Swim's weird cartoons, so mm-hmm. I will check out some of their live action shit. Yeah. Some of them are just too weird. I'm just like, hmm. Mm. That's when you do some mushrooms and fucking try to see what happens. Yeah. Yo, I remember, the, like, I was, oh, God, I was, like, young. You know, like a kid in high school, like, first smoking weed for the first time. It's the one put on something that was called Super Jail. Oh, I remember Super Jail. I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Literally, it blew my fucking brain. I was like, this ain't for kids, right? <laughs> no, definitely not. But that was also one of those adult swim shows where I was just like, this is this is a little too nonsensical. This is yeah. fucking weird. This is fucking weird. Yeah. Some things I just... But I love like adult cartoons. Like That will be like my first like go-to if the TV is going to turn on. What's your go-to cartoons? Uh, I love Archer. Uh, Rick and Morty. Solar Opposites. Um, I watched this one on uh, HBO Max, and I don't know if it was an Adult Swim or not, or if it was HBO Max, but it was called The Jellies. Uh, really good. Super weird. Um, I just like like weird, weird. You ever watch any of the 90s MTV cartoons? Not as an adult. I watched them like growing up. 
I do want Celebrity Deathmatch to come back. Oh, fuck yeah. Somebody tweeted about it last night with, you know, the stuff happening. And I was like, yes, Celebrity Deathmatch should come back. Is Mills Lane still so alive? Good. I hope so. Because that was just too good. Oh. That was that era of TV. Some of that shit's like, how is this on MTV? Okay. Like, I, I miss villi- like villainous reality TV. That was a good time. Dude. It was fun. Fucking Springer just getting fucking wild. Yeah. I don't know. You see, I almost died because I guess Maury is getting canceled. And I was like, what else am I going to watch when I come home from school? And I was like, oh, wait. I don't go to school anymore. <laughs> but you could. Right? I've been there, done that. I'm still paying it off. <laughs> oh. You know? It's one of those things. I'm good. More BJs. More BJs to pay it off. Okay. Seriously. Can't you overpay? Well, yeah, but who wants to do that? I don't know. I'm wildly uneducated. I didn't I go to a single day of fucking school. Yeah, I've been paying on it. Like, that's the thing is you pay and you're paying the interest. It never pays to the actual. So, you know, you pay X amount of dollars, but then it's got so much interest on it that you're paying to the interest and the interest just keeps accruing. So you're never able to pay the amount that you borrowed. Can't you uh, do it like you do it like a car loan when you overpay right on part of it? Like apply to principal. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm going to keep not paying them for as long as they let us not pay. But May's coming. They said, May, we have to start paying again. And I'm like, who's going to beat my ass? <laughs> who's going to come get my money? <laughs> I mean, I know you guys will get it, but who's going to come get my money? Right. You, know? <laughs> you better send two or three of them. They're going to need backup. Just send hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them away with a smile. They'll be like, oh, shit, we didn't collect the payment. Just Fuck. Send the hot ones. Yeah. Fuck. Some bullshit. Fuck, fuck you, Uncle Sam. Sorry, Uncle Joe. She bamboozled us with a blowjob. We forgot right. to collect the money. <laughs> My bad. Blowjob bamboozle. <laughs> I'm sure that series exists. I hope so. If not, I'm writing down. Hold on. I got to see if that URL exists. <laughs> blowjob bamboozle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're buying it now. <laughs> Add to cart. <laughs> it's a need to know basis. Oh, yeah. Does not exist. Oh. <laughs> Write it down, T. Blowjob bamboozle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a high ideas. Hold on. Is it a no? Ba- Blowjob bamboozle. It's high idea. <laughs> do you have a lot of high ideas? I do. I have a, a notes folder for high ideas. Oh, yeah. can we dive in? Can we? Yeah, if you hand me my phone. But no, I don't want to share. T- I'll share one. All right, let's just you know take take a mid tier one. We don't want anyone stealing the top tier. People be stealing. Oh yeah. Oh, I drunkenly give away good ideas on the show all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like, oh, that's amazing, and then I don't follow through, and it's like, oh shit, I yeah. oh, broadcasted I to, that to the internet. Fuck. I have to add my idea that I came up with at dinner too. One long noodle. <laughs> No, I will not be providing context. <laughs> okay, let me see. I'm, now I'm just gonna. I'm curious. I'm gonna try to figure it out. Like, All right. I have. Uh, no, I can't share that one. That one's too good. <laughs> um, or that one. Or that one. Or that one. You got Look one you already that. implemented that you can share? Uh, I mean, the, <laughs> here. This is one that was, and this was. I'll just read it as it is typed. Medusa gets dick hard. Stone dick. Smoke stoned. Big dick. 
there's a struggle. Conflicting ideology, cognitive dissonance to get hard but doesn't want to but knows it's hot. I guess that was something I thought about one day. Wow. <laughs> there's then, a lot going on there. And then there. there's more. There says, spinning realization of kink. Oh, my God, I like this. Spinning graphics of things that get them off. I don't know what I was thinking. That's just... <laughs> Just stream of conscience. That was one of them. Yeah. That, that is a pretty funny fucking concept of just like someone pulls their dick out from Medusa and now it's stone. Right. <laughs> but like only the dick is stoned. Like, I don't, I don't know what do I you got like. Do you like put like one of them dog cones around your fucking cock at that point so you can't see her? Cone of shame. Like cone of shame around your dick and now it's stone. But maybe it's only if the dick is hard because if it's like soft, maybe the <laughs> pee pee hole is like down. Yeah, you're just slapping it against. Yeah, but it's like only when it like that's the penis looking at you. It's <laughs> <laughs> right in the eye. That's the one. <laughs> Let me put these notes away. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's only on one phone. The other phone. Who knows what's on the other phone? Ugh. Does this happen often? Sitting down and be like, oh, yeah, this is an amazing. I don't always go back and look at them. You know, it's like, now I'm disgusted with myself. So I want to see what I wrote. <laughs> Why would you? No, okay. <laughs> see, that could have been, you know, that could come out to be a fun scene. No, totally. No, but there's some, there's some foul shit out here. I'll give this paint, back to you. you do a whole scene, just paint some dude's dick gray with it. Yeah. Stone dick. Make sure yeah. it's like paint that you can actually fuck yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, and then I also came, I won't come up, but I came up with a name because you know how like in a lot of like the higher end brands have like singular named like sites. I came up with one in my head. I'm not going to share it, but it was, it was really good as well too. And there's no point for me to tell you since I'm not sharing, but it was really good. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Just believe it. <laughs> I, I have no choice but to. Yeah. Well, I can't be like, no, I don't believe you. It's a horrible fucking name. You're all the evidence thus far shows that you've only come up with bad ideas. So <laughs> I didn't think that was a bad idea. Yeah, no, I think there was shit to work with there. There is. It might be hard. Oh, oh. we need a drummer in house for the rim shot on that one. Okay. Rimming. <laughs> besides getting some hot pot while you're in LA, what else yeah. have you been doing with yourself? What else are you doing while you're here besides the penises? Oh, uh, well, I haven't been here very long today. I think I got here around like one. So I haven't done very much. I've just been hanging out with some friends and stuff. And tomorrow we're going to go to the beach and probably like show titties out and stuff. And Oh, my God. Titties? Really? Yeah. So I'll probably show some of those in a secluded area and just hang out. I'm going to do see if I can get some content trade in. Got a lot of potential stuff happening, but we'll see what comes to. Hopefully, it does. You know, people be all. flaky, right? And I'm like, I just want some dick, right? I came all this way for this penis. Okay, like I, I claimed I came here for this podcast, but I came here for the right. penis. <laughs> penis and podcast, podcast, and penis. <gasps> yeah, the PMP. The PMP. PMP for the PP. Just hmm, maybe. <laughs> hmm. As long as there's not a mess I have to clean up afterwards. No. It will be fine. It'll all be good. It's well, still early in the show, folks. We don't know. Right. Who who knows? Famous last words. Who knows? The reason it's leather chairs. 
you know, that's what I'm saying. I was out shopping for like a new, like not like ottoman, but kind of like a bench or something. I was shopping with my mom and she's like, oh, this one's cute. Oh, this one's cute. And I was like, mom, they're like linen. I need like leather for reasons. And she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't have yeah. upholstery. Like, I mean, you can for like a week or two. Yeah. But like, yeah. Just, just return to the store and be like, I don't know what's up with this. It smells funny. <laughs> There's this odor coming. I don't know what you guys did to this in this warehouse, but I need to return it. It got real weird. About week two of it being here. Unrelated to me. <laughs> All right. Do not DNA test it. No black lights. I did not do it. I didn't do it at all. So, I mean, it is. Yeah. So, certain certain fabrics aren't good. Like, I'm looking for a new couch. And I'm like, I really want a velvet couch. But I know. I'm like, mm, mm. I don't want to be that old lady with, like, the plastic on the couch. But, you know, they said if your grandma had plastic on the couch, it's because she was a squirter. And I was like, that's what I need. I need plastic on my stuff. I mean, that's probably why my grandparents stayed married for 60-something years. Go, Grandma. I mean, go, Grandpa, for making it happen, too. Okay. Team effort. Right? Mm-hmm. Seems like a long time to be with somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, good for them, but I'm like, ugh, sounds like a long time. At that point, it sounds like, you know, codependency issues at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. But that was just a whole different you know, like philosophy and belief system of, you know, mirage and all that. We can't get divorced because society would frown on us on that shit. You're like, okay. Zero fucks given. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. Like one generation later, it's like, oh, yeah, like 60% of us are getting fucking divorced. Yeah, truly. And now our generation is just like, yeah, we're not even bothering getting married. That's me. I'm like, you gonna tell me that I need a paper from the government that says that you love me? I already have enough government documents. Like I don't need any more. You know, like <laughs> I've got enough. On one hand, I want the tax breaks. Yeah, that would be nice. Do I really want the government to incorporate my love? Right. Yeah. I'm like whatever. Not for me. Nah, nah. It's just like I don't care. Unless I'm marrying up, like, you know, rich ladies out there. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, you know, slide. Slide into them DMs. Right? Any rich people want to benefact me, I'm here. Right? <laughs> they need a benefact. There's nothing wrong with marrying up. Benefacted life, right? That's what I'm saying. Climb any way you can. Right? Just a couple things. And I was like, you know, I'm not a... I don't ask for much. <laughs> right? Just leather couches. Jeez. Right. <laughs> For the audio audience, there was a very, very, very big wink there. There was like three, like all, <laughs> like three large, three her, large winks. Like her eyes still closed. Right. <laughs> oh my god! You watched Investor Development. It's like with Lucy, they'll be losing her eyes just closed, and one eye just closed. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jessica Waters, R.I.P. Right. Yeah. Plus Jessica Walters, yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to do Archer without her. Okay. that Even that last season, like, that just was on, I was just like... Honestly, the last couple the last seasons... The last couple seasons oh, yeah. have not been great. No. But just knowing that, I'm like, hopefully they could do, like, 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 Toy Story where they had enough scraps to, you know, put stuff together for a character. Hopefully they have enough 
Melanie type stuff to give us more. I hope so. But I hope yeah. it just gets better because it's. Yeah. It was like after Archer, like the dreamland, like it just got weird after that. But weird in not a great way. Yeah. No, not in a good way. Like I conceptually, I was all for it. Like, oh, yeah, Archer in space and like all these. I'm here for it. But it's like the execution just ended up being. Eh. Yeah. It's like they had the idea, but it just didn't. Like you said, it, the execution wasn't there. And it's all ISIS's fault. It is. I was just about to say, I was like, once they had to get rid of ISIS, like, yeah, that's when it happened, I feel like. I mean, I know, like, ISIS beheaded people and executed a bunch of people, but fucking up Archer is the worst thing they ever did. Right. <laughs> How dare you? Right. This is the thing I was affected by. <laughs> right? I don't know those dead people. I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> the Kiki from I don't know that man, but I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, poor Archer. It's so funny. I remember the when I was I had been watching Archer for so long, and then I, uh, you know, Bob's Burgers came out, and I was like, "Hang on, <laughs> I know this guy." And then anytime I see him, like the actor himself and stuff. I forget that it's him. And I'm like, oh, who's this weird looking dude? And then he starts talking and I'm like, oh, that's who he is. <laughs> Have you ever seen there was a bonus content thing they did for one of the earlier seasons of Archer where Archer gets into an accident and after the plastic surgery, he looks like he's John Benjamin? No. <laughs> and they all react to him like, you know, he's a John Benjamin. That's funny. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That is too funny. And he, oh god, he's just, and he's one of those, like, such distinguishable voices that you just know that it's him, no matter what show it is, because, you know, it's like, you you know, he had episodes in, like, Family Guy even, too, and I was like, hey, you know that voice. But it's so wild, like, where you can associate that voice where, like, Archer's drawn as a good-looking man. Right. Like, he's one of the sexiest cartoons. Like, my first cartoon crush was Aladdin. Oof, so fine. And then Archer was like the next most fine after that. I mean, what does that say that you're looking for a man who's going to lie to you? What does that say? I mean, they're going to do it anyway. So Wow. Shots yeah. fired. Shots. Pew, 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 pew. No. <laughs> That's one of my, like, I can successfully say that I don't lie, like ever, but I do lie to men. But that is. <laughs> we don't count. I mean, it's just like a different, and it's like not all, like, there's certain time. There's a time and a place, you know. Everything I've said here today is true, though. So, what sort of stuff do you lie to men about? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm like, what, what sort of stuff? I mean, when you know, it's, it's like some. Sometimes it's like businessy stuff. Not like that sounded bad. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, I guess it would. That wouldn't be considered lying. That's called the finesse. You know, it's called finessing. That's different. So I don't lie to men. I finesse. No. <laughs> you massage the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I everyone lies. It's not like yeah. I'm condemning. Oh my god, you've told a lie. Oh right. no. Shame. Oh shame. 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 Right. No, like, whatever. Like I just think it's a hilarious distinction. Like, yeah, I only lie to men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Everybody's lied to get what they want. Oh, true. But I don't discriminate by gender, race. I've lied to dogs. <laughs> I've, I, I feel like I've lied to my dog before. Like, we're I'll not going to, to the kids. vet, buddy. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them kids. I'll well, lie straight to your face. You probably don't want to 
Phrase it like that. Phrase it. Phrase it. Yeah. That wasn't a verb. That wasn't a verb. That clip's going viral. Fuck <laughs> them kids. <laughs> no, it's a quote. Fuck them kids, Kyle. It's a quote of a quote. Okay. <laughs> These are air quotes for, you know, the sounds. There's the air quotes. ASMR air quotes. Can't you hear them? <laughs> Dead. But yeah, no. Lying. Men and children, that's all. You know. Children need to be lied to. Oh, often. Definitely. Could you imagine just telling and children the truth all the time? Oh, God. But it's funny when you do tell them the truth and they just think it's funny. Like, it's just, or if it's like something like really, not like dark, because you know you want to traumatize the kids, but. You don't? But it's, I mean, not the ones you like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like my I, niece, like I want it like in a bad way. See, I, I think that she builds character. But like I was roasting her one day. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then she tried to roast her brother. And I was like, no, because while well, I, I was roasting him first. And then she wanted to roast her brother. And I said, yo, we don't do that jumping shit. It's a one-on-one, okay? Let me have my moment. You can have yours, but don't copy mine. Those are the only rules. <laughs> like, right. You're the audience. I'm on stage. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, come up with your own stuff, man. Be original. What kind of roast jokes are you throwing at children? Oh, now I'm going to sound like a bad guy, but you know, sometimes... I mean, you're roasting children. You're already halfway there. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, nothing that I wouldn't roast an adult for. Oh, that makes it better. I mean, have you shot your pants as an adult? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's what I was roasting them for, was just shitting their pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely, like... <laughs> I definitely shot my pants, like... Oh, the one time I can remember, well, I mean, this was a long time ago, but it was yeah. literally was out on a date with my girlfriend at the time. And we took separate cars and we we're going back to my place. I stopped at a gas station bathroom to take a piss, took a 50 50 fart. And <laughs> can't trust a fart, man. Right. Was, I, the odds were not in my favor. Yo. And nothing like just <laughs> shitting yourself in a gas station bathroom. Like, I feel like that's the only place to shit yourself. Well, if I had done it in the comfort of my own home, I could have cleaned up. <laughs> That would have been better. You're right. So I you know, cleaned myself up as best I could, threw my fucking underwear in the garbage can. So the next person who used that bathroom just has to be like, why are there shitty underwear? And this like <laughs> tiny fucking, this is like a little garbage and can. The little gar- the yeah. wall garbage can? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, and I, I didn't make sure it was all the way in. It was just like halfway hanging out. Did you out. wrap it in anything Fuck first? No. Oh, you just shoved it in there. I fucking whipped it. I'm dead. <laughs> but let me go back to why I was roasting my nephew. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, I, I've heard enough about you right. shitting yourself. Well, no, now I got to justify myself. <laughs> no, so he started it. He had went into the bathroom and he was, it was one of those things. He had charted and he couldn't, he came out and he was like, I didn't make it. And I was like, and he's like, I fought, he's like, I fought it and I pooped my pants. I said, do you know what that's called? And he said, what? I said, that's called a shart. And so I told him that. So that was a separate time. And then there was one time where he was making fun of her for something. And I was like, well, at least she didn't shart her pants. And then she goes, yeah, you shart your pants. I said, no, one at a time. <laughs> like, you know, so that's how it happened. I was not wrong about it. Okay. See, so kid, in the future, you're, <laughs> you're human. Bodily functions sometimes happen. Sometimes you don't have full control. Wear it with a badge of pride. Be like, yep, I sharted myself. Okay. But distrust starts at yourself it starts at home it starts with yourself and it starts with your asshole so you have to learn that you can't trust your own asshole sometime before you can even learn to trust somebody else honestly it's true it's 100 true 
<laughs> you know, I, I don't trust my asshole at all. It's if like you can't trust your asshole. How the hell can you trust anyone else? I mean, I guess that's why I'm still single. Like, <laughs> like I don't trust my asshole. It's like, mm, is that gas or shit? I'm gonna just sit down. I'm just gonna be safe. Mm. Amen. I made you know fire up the bidet even if nothing comes out. Just you know, never hurts to clean it up a little bit. More men need bidet. I mean, everyone needs a bidet. Honestly, honestly, and everybody needs a bidet. Best thing to come out of the pandemic. Oh, for sure. I remember the first time I met a bidet. I was like nine. I didn't know what it was, but I sat on it for a long time. <laughs> It was nice. And I need to get one for myself. You don't have one? No, I need It's one. 2022. How do you not have one? I don't know. I need, an, I need to replace my toilet, the toilet in my house, because my house was built like in the 80s. And I think that's like the original toilet. And it's just one of those things where it's like I have to like do the thingy, the lever and move it or else it runs all the time. And I think I just, excuse me. Oh, my God. That's a crown burp. <sighs> but I need to. Uh, I want to just buy a toilet that has the bidet in it, like already. Uh, what I replace on, like, it? Japanese shower yeah. toilet. Yeah. What I replace it? Why don't you have that shit on your wish list? <sighs> I don't know. I need to. Uh, in the interim, I'll get like one of the little. My my wish lists need more love. I I feel like I deserve more some love. man's needs to buy you a shower toilet. Okay. Come on, Whatever. dudes. Think about I that. I need all the things. I have a wish list. Think about it. You're buying something that is going to stimulate her bottom on the daily. Okay. On the daily. Think of how much pleasure you're going to bring her. Right to my booty hoe. Right? It's my booty hoe. I'm I'm sure you're obsessed with it. Spend that money. Do it. (laughs) Buy a nice one. One with a heated seat that raises when she comes in. Yeah. That's nice. I do love a heated seat. And then like the heated water and then you can move where you want the water. To right. Shoot. Change the isolation, you yeah. know, the oscillation on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's just magical. That's nice. I like that. Someone needs to buy that for you. I agree. Some dude. You have. Someone buy you, that for me. You have more money than you know what to do with. Buy her a toilet. Okay. That's why I, I really advocate for the spoiling of me. I deserve it just spoil me it's the I'm, easiest way like my attention can be bought honestly i say it all the time my attention can be bought it's easy one <laughs> one toilet right? just one just one not this two one. three five toilets one toilet yeah i only ha- have the one that needs that because that's my main toilet you know that's what i need how easy is that one fucking toilet so easy but dudes ain't doing it they're not doing it. My gender is failing mm. by not buying you a toilet. Mm. My whole fucking gender. Mm. Fix it, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Jesus, Allah, whoever you pray to. Right? Somebody. Somebody fix it. Somebody allow her to water pick her asshole. Right. I want to waterboard my asshole at home. Please. Let me. Please. Oh, my gosh. I'm so dead. Some people are just obsessed with my asshole. They're like, why haven't you done anal? And I was like. I'm just waiting for, it's like the price is right. But really, I just, I'm going to do it myself on my own platforms. I make all this money myself. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We all see. See, that's the right move because mm-hmm. too many performers get in and just like their second scene, they're like, oh, I'm just giving away that anal. Like, right. Here's my butthole, which is good for you. Like, if that's what you like, go for it. But I feel like there's more strategy in the game than. You know, and people be like, "Oh, times are changed," and well, I mean, that's fine, but the still, people, scary. No matter what, this, 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 you know, supply and demand is going to be no matter what. You know, if it's scarce or if it's exclusive or it's unseen, 
the value is already higher. 100%. Well, and it's just one of those things. It's like, if you want to do the, like, the true tiered, like, making money, it's like, start girl, girl, and just do girl, girl for a while. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, you got a base and, like, we want to see you take a dick. Yeah. And you do boy, girl. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we've seen you take a bunch of dicks in your ass now. Put it in your butt. Put it in your butt. Yeah. Oh, Put now. it in your butt. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, it's been in your butt. Now two. Right. Now it's like three, four. And I'm like, good for your butts. And then you're off to legal porno. And it's just like, yeah. Okay. Anywhere there is, could be a penis, there is a penis. Right. <laughs> I'm like, good for you. Good for you. You and your holes. Proud of you. <laughs> Do you enjoy anal in real life? I am an anal virgin. There's another deep, deep wink there for the audio audience. Deep. There is no um, video recording, so Pixar didn't happen, right? So There's no pics of me sharding myself. I just admitted that it happened. <laughs> I mean, that was your mistake. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's good no, content. I'm no, I don't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. You're saying it's a mistake there's no camera? Okay. I mean, every every moment there's a moment to make money. That's true. But I don't. I don't think my fan base appreciates... Me throwing shitty boxers in a bathroom. I mean, they might. You'd be surprised. I've, you'd be surprised is all I'll say. I've heard of the creation of some of these requests for men's dirty drawers. Not for me. But that's okay because I'm not a man with dirty drawers. But I do sell, I sell panties. As you should. Yeah, I totally sell panties. I got two lined up for when I get back home. But yeah, panties. Do you have a freezer full of them in a Ziploc bag? No, but I do like, if I had like a particularly juicy day, I'll just go ahead and like vacuum seal it that day. Like there was one day I recorded a scene and I just, you know, like squirted everywhere. It was all over the the outfit. So I just auto vacuum sealed it. So I'm like, it's just sitting there ready for its new home. (laughs) It's forever home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just fostering those panties yeah yeah so if anybody wants to give them to a good home it's a, it's a set it's a bra and panty set covered in squirt but yeah so yeah i've got and then you know i let people add stuff on so whatever you know it caught the more wear the more costly it is makes sense yeah or the more uh you know extras or whatever but i haven't had any but he want like a super, super, super dirty pair of panties. But I've heard of men providing very, very dirty panties for some that want them. Yeah. I, I'm not here to kink shame. Mm-mm. Whatever people are into. Not at all. They're, they're buying and everyone's selling consensually. Right. Game on. Exactly. Like we were, when we were walking up here, I hawked a loogie and she was like, man, somebody would have, you know, I was like, I didn't have my loogie jar on me. Because I had one, somebody I was collecting loogies for. Yeah. And How big did that jar get? It was like maybe it was a couple ounces, yeah. Filled it up. Well, just loogies, yeah. It was starting to gross me out after a couple of days because the loogies would like turn. <laughs> yeah, loogies, like, the loogies are turned. <laughs> it's such a weird distinction because it's just like, oh, I will sloppily make out with somebody all day. Yeah, like no problem. That's fine. You probably had tubes and tubes of. Yeah, but it's just like. Oh, the minute it's not coming directly from the tap, like oh, oh. Yeah, once you see it in a in a jar, yeah. I don't know. I put lots of weird stuff in jars. Like what else? I lost both my toenails, my big toenails, both of them. 
And like the same time I wore a pair of shoes and they like fucked my toenails up. They turned like black and blue and then like came off. So then one of the toenails like just like had popped off and the other one we had to like kind of like manually take it off. But it was off like 95% of the way. But so those are in a jar at home. I have like. I mean, are they in the same jar? Are they isolated like looking at each other like, hi, buddy. Oh, hi, no. hi. We don't separate family. They're together. Okay. I, I, I yeah. didn't know if like. No. I am a loving family centered woman okay so i put them together in the same jar good good yeah. like I, <laughs> I don't want your big toes to like toenails to get fucking lonely yeah no they've been together for a while are they yeah. painted a fun color too no one of them has no polish on it and the other one has polish on it yeah would it be weird to like polish it after it's been removed i don't know it was just because it was like she didn't realize how much had of the toenail was like not attached anymore until after she took the polish off where the other one came off before the pedicure came around so they're both like growing back right now so i'm like because i'm sure someone would pay the video to watch you polish your disconnected toenail oh for sure they probably pay to just watch my weird toe oh 100 growth right now 100 <laughs> percent. yeah my weird little toe nub my tiny toes <laughs> so you're hiding those from the camera right now you're just like right i didn't mean as far away as possible. Well, I didn't mean this camera. I mean, like, when you're doing oh, work, work. Yeah. Some people are like, why didn't you paint all your toenails? Like, because I don't have all of my toenails. <laughs> I only have eight. Like, what do you want me to paint the and nub? They're painted, like, period. <laughs> the, the eight that are there are painted. What's your thoughts on dudes like foot fetishes? Oh, I love it. I love my whole girl was with me when i was talking to my friends earlier about my toenails falling off and he's like what your toenail fell off i was like you don't remember it was in your mouth the other day when i was here last like and he was like huh guess i didn't notice there was no toenail on it and i was like oh i thought you did it to make me feel better about my loss like i said like, i don't know either way that should turn me on even more like i like my toes being stuck but then you wanted to suck the ugly toe like yeah <laughs> oh it's like oh you're really into me oh. okay suck the ugly toe bitch no. <laughs> <laughs> that is content you have to make okay <laughs> before the toes grow out you definitely have to have someone be your sissy and be like suck the ugly toe suck the ugly toe no don't you even think about sucking the pretty toes. Just the ugly toes. Only the ugly toes. <laughs> Did I say you could kiss the pretty toes? No. You only deserve the ugly toe. It's like in every bag of carrots, there's the ugly carrot. Right? <laughs> it's the ugly carrot. Still delicious. Still tastes like a carrot. My ugly toe. Oh, that was too funny. But no, I love foot fetish. Like, love it. Use my foot like a telephone. Like, put the, the foot up to your face. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. It's tough. Like massage in the in the mouth, all yeah, all. yeah. But only like I like it when people like pay for my pedicures, and most girls are like, "Oh, pay for my pedicure, pick the color." I'm like, "No, I only have white toenails." That's it. Only, only, only white. So why I mean, only white? It's just like a fetish thing, and I just like it matches all the time. I think people are like, "Oh, white toes are playing out," but I'm like, you know, they don't make stains for no reason. You know, they say if the toes ain't white. Pussy ain't right, so that's that's what they say. So, no, I, wow. I have never been in a right pussy then, not once. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> My mind is blown. But also a secondary honorary mention is light pink does is a second. Light, like light baby pink, like ballet slipper baby light pink is a also an acceptable. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm back to just doing secondaries like <laughs> <laughs> first the worst, second the best. <laughs> all right. Like I'm just I'm just all all about the secondaries I'm finding out tonight. Damn. Mm. God damn it, Bobby. <sighs> It'd be like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, King of the Hill. Fucking. That's actually one that I haven't watched. I need to watch it. Oh, you have never watched King of the Hill? No, and not because I don't like it. I think it was just because when it was on was just like I was like growing up and it was just like one of those things I just didn't. I just didn't watch. Bunch of weird rednecks in Texas. I, I totally get like, yeah. yeah, not being like the most appealing thing. Yeah. And there's times where like, I want nothing to do with that show. And then there's a time like, oh, that was really fucking funny because yeah. Mike Judge is a funny motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to ask her for a favor. Can you give me another ice cube? They're in the bottom of the freezer. Ice me, baby. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, help. <laughs> I don't have massive fingernails. I'm on it. I know, right? That's the problem. Thank you. Ah, uh, yes. See you much better. Much better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. That was needed. It is. Yes. But the big cubes are the way to go there. Yeah. I need to get me a a, a little ice tray like that. That is the way to go. Yeah. I really like those. Like, is the superior way to ice whiskey? Like, have you ever tried the fucking actual stones? Like, the whiskey stones? I have no idea what that is. Like, they sell these fucking... Like, they're actual rocks that you fucking freeze. Huh. And you're supposed to put them in whiskey because it... You know, water, the ice dilutes the flavor yeah. of the whiskey. And like, well, it gets your whiskey cold and doesn't dilute. No, you just have cold rocks in your whiskey. Yeah. Like, because nothing's melting, nothing is transferring. It's not cool. altering it. Yeah. In flavor. I'm sure if you left that motherfucker sitting there for 30 minutes, like, I might chill the whiskey a little bit. Yeah. But but you, like, don't know that the rock's not porous, you know, or has, like, little micro cracks in it. And then it gets bacteria in it. And well, it's just- in alcohol. Yeah, but still, I don't know. I just think about cooties. The alcohol should help with any bacteria that try to roll in. I I just be thinking about cooties sometimes. I mean, I think (laughs) you're in the wrong. I think you're in the wrong line of work if you're worried about cooties. I was like just thinking about like, oh, I could be face deep in an ass, and I'm like, that's not what I'm thinking about cooties. I'm not thinking about any of that. Whatever. (laughs) You're just like. (laughs) No, uh, I'm like, I need some booty in my face. Right, booty in your face, fine. Booty booty in my face. Was that fork at the Shabu Shabu place though? Was that clean? Hmm. Like that, that. Right. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I use chopsticks, so I guess, you know, maybe the, it was a very dirty, dirty tree that made that wood. <laughs> Who knows? That wood's could have a, been a. Wood's a dirty word. Could <laughs> be. Could be. Could be a dirty word. Could be. Or it could be a very wholesome word. Right. Who knows? You know the dangerous thing about this crown being in this bag like this is you don't realize how much you drink of it either. So it's like the reveal at the end is like how much of the bottle you like undress it like. <laughs> to to back a drink a whole bottle while she's on it. Like just oh shit. I, oh sorry I didn't mean to bonk your. I bonked you. There we go. Ugh. Hey some people pay good money for that. It's okay. To be bonked. <laughs> for me to bonk you right. That's going to be one of my new services is just Bonking. Just bonk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call me Bonkiana. 
That's too good. So when you get back back home, yes. What else is up with you? What what have you been up to? Um, I've just been. I'm really a like a super big homebody. Like I don't really go out much. I really just live by like if. I mean, I can make tons of money at home, so I'm just gonna stay home. I'm not gonna really step out. Like, I'll step out for like family and like friends and stuff, but I'm a really big homebody. But I don't really have anything planned. Like, summer's coming. Um. Yeah, nothing. Not doing anything for fun even at home? Does I mean, it yeah. work 24-7? No, it's not work 24-7. Like I was helping, like I was over at my family's house the other day, yesterday helping with like, you know, getting the garden ready for spring. So I planted new stuff and we're watering it and putting that all together. So that's fun. And I have some plants at home that I need to, you know, repot as well. And I don't know. There's nothing immediately planned. I mean, it's all good times. I just kind of go with the flow, but there's no big events planned or anything. I'm skipping Exotica Chicago. That's in April. I'm skipping that. And then I might go to another event later down the line, but ABN's back. I know. I saw at resorts world. I'm like, nice. And there's like some business convention at the same time. And I just oh. saw like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh. It's not just some business convention. It is CE fucking ass. Oh, it's okay. con- you say it like I know what that means. I just know that it's the consumer be electronics show. I just know that there's going to be lots of tricks there. So, and well, men the, who want to get pegged in the butthole. I mean, they're 100 percent accurate, <laughs> but it's where like the tech world goes to show off their new toys. Gotcha. So the head tech peg boys. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, oh, you're right. it's not just some. Co- I'm like I don't know. What well, it is. there's a there's a big history with ABN yeah. and CES. So up yeah. until what was it, 2012? Mm-hmm. ABN and CS always happened at the same time. What was that, like Martin Luther King weekend? I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> That's what he would have wanted, I feel like. Oh, it was. <laughs> and it used to be like we both share the same convention center, too. We were always at the Sands mm. Convention Center. So if like you were a CES attendee, you actually got discounted tickets to come to ABN. Nice. So it was huge cross-promotion. It I made know. the I mean, on one hand, it sucks because it made going to ABN more expensive because – CS is obviously a much bigger fucking show. Yeah. And more attendees, less rooms, all that fun shit. But it made charge higher because there's two conventions. Yeah. But it made for some pretty fucking epic after parties, just weird shit during the circle bar. And I bet those are the good old days. I'm showing my age in the industry. (laughs) It's definitely different now. Have you been there since it's been Virgin Hotel? I have not. It's nice. The circle bar is gone. It's weird. Fuck that. I'm out. Right. But when you walk around, you can hear where the circle bar was because the acoustics were different there. But those were all the tricks are. Is that the Virgin Hotel just saying? That's a weird place for the tricks to be. I don't know. Now it's like a high-end upscale hotel. See, it bums me out so much because the Hard Rock was my favorite hotel in Vegas. It was dope. As as a rock and roll dude, it's like, oh, they're playing rock. And like... It's not just the sounds of fucking machines everywhere. Cause yeah, you it's f- nice. I mean, I was pretty geeked. A lot of pe- It's funny. A lot of people don't realize that like I uh, have like a big, I guess, music taste. And I grew up like in a very like white area. So I grew up with like a lot of like gr- like heavy rock people and stuff. So when I saw there was the full drum kit for Avenger Sevenfold, it was the Reverend's thing. And because, you know, you like RIP the Reverend, he passed. But I was just standing there and I was like. That's the Reverend Drum Kid from Avenged Sevenfold. That's so dope. Like, and people would be like, you know, Michael Jackson's gloves over there. I was like, okay. 
Like that didn't excite me. <laughs> but I was like, that reference drum kit. <laughs> like, yeah, so many rad guitars so too. So many cool things there. Yeah. One thing that did blow my mind though was the stirrups from Christina Aguilar's dirty video. I'm like, oh my God, at that point, my leg is bigger than Christina Aguilar's waist. Okay. Like, what the fuck? It was like Polly Pocket. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> Did. Jesus, that girl was tiny. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. It's cool. It like kind of like humanizes these people because you see, like, some of the a lot of these people are really little, you know, or small. Like, same with like when you go to the wax museum, it's like, oh damn, some of these people are really small. I'm five foot ten, so I feel like a lot of people are small to me. So, but you know, it's like it really puts things in perspective. Oh, I know, I know. And you must have been blown away when you started meeting like a lot of the male talents. Not that big. Yeah. Like a lot not of height, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not hating, but yeah. When I first got in the industry, like when I the first time I met Evan Stone, and I like I'm I'm a bigger person than Evan Stone. Is. Yeah, I'm about the same height as I met him in uh, the last Exotica, like DC or something. And people are like, "Who's that old guy that you're talking to?" I was like, "That's not an old guy that I'm talking to. That's Evan Stone." Well, <laughs> y'all never had Showtime before, right? <laughs> like, but they, they also used to shoot. Evan, like, he was fucking Triple H. Yeah. Like, when he had he his long hair. He looked big. Yeah, he looked. And the first time I met him, yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, Evan? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I realized when I first you know, started hanging around, like, holy shit, they shoot porn like it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. It's all about the mangles, baby. <laughs> it's just all. <laughs> and it's really that easy to look magic. like you have a giant fucking penis when you're a tiny person. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's some. Not. That's like the objects in mirror seem, you know, closer than they appear. I'm like, objects in porn seem, sometimes are bigger than they appear or smaller sometimes even too, you know, it just depends. Yeah. It's all all angles and lighting. The smoke in the mirrors. Yeah. But for it, sure. It was mind blowing how short a lot of people, like a lot, a lot of people are just tiny, tiny yeah. humans. And I hear the opposite. People are like, oh my God, I didn't realize you were going to be so tall. And I was like, what do you think? Like. That's why there's certain angles I can't shoot at or certain, or I have to shoot from like further away because I'm so tall. And like a lot of my friends aren't as tall as me. I have a couple other friends that are as tall as me. So we'll try to like shoot things and we have to shoot it to compensate for our heights because I'm like way up here and then they're all down here and I'm just like, damn, okay, we'll make it work. <laughs> but Unless you're shooting something that's specifically like big girl, short girl fucking. Exactly. Like let me pick you up. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that browser's out of like someone picking up like little Jordan or whatever. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. I know. There's like, there's a couple male talents that I'm like, oh, you're so little. I could quench you. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, I'm like, but can I book you to make some like giantess porn? Cause you know, there's like not a lot of people that, you know, you could be like, you're so small type of thing. I dig it. As long as the paying customers are digging it too. That's what I'm saying. It's been a minute since I've had like a weird off the wall custom. They're all pretty standard, which I, I mean, I love doing customs. But I'm like, I mean, y'all just want me to shake my ass and oil it. And like, that's, I could do that in my sleep. I love it. Like, and I'll be enthusiastic, but I love it. But I'm like, give me something weird. Like, you know, I want something. We'll see. Hopefully I get some. Something. What, what's the weirdest one you've ever gotten? I don't know if it was so much was... We, I mean, there's things that people ask that I'm like, I'm not going to, like, do that. Like, just, like, gross, poopy stuff. I'm like, mm, no, thank you. But, like, ones that kind of have, like, thought to them or, like, you know, some role plays are fun. And um, just, like, making up different scenarios gives me, you know, a chance to do something different than just, you know, like, 
gonzo style solos where it's just like, let's see how many times I could come in 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> but there's like a story, there's costuming, you know, like I just made a video with my two of my homegirls. Um, and you know, it was kind of like a role play and it was super fun and funny dialogue and funny actions. And, you know, it, it was enjoyable. Like it's something I was like, I'm super proud of, you know? So I felt like, you know, I don't see a lot of people that look like myself in certain types of porn that are like the fun stuff, you know, like the fun, funny, like slapstick kind of stuff. Cause I, I, I like to watch stuff that makes me giggle and be horny at the same time. So that's the kind of stuff I want to make. So I was like, damn, the reception to this is really good. I just thought it was funny. I was just shooting the shit with my homegirls. We were cracking ourselves up. But the reception has been really, really good for it. And I mean, who else doesn't want to watch like one small girl get like strapped down by two girls that are bigger than her in like a yoga studio? That's just fucking stupid. It's just it's funny, you know? At the end of the day, this is art to a degree. Yeah. So you should make stuff that you're artistically proud of. Yeah, right. And that's funny. That makes people giggle. Like, it's just, it's goofy. I loved I loved it. So I'm like, am I good at writing funny porn? Is this, is this my calling? Like, <laughs> to make goofy porn? Like, I like it. Do it. Like, y'all, if y'all not going to book me to do it, then I'm just going to make it myself. Well, and that's what you should be in this Exactly. Age. Yeah, you know, but totally. And that's what it came down to when it came up to that idea. I, it was funny because I just had, like, an outfit that I thought about. And then I built, like, the story around an outfit. And it was just ridiculous. I was, like, just, like, some pervy yoga teacher who, you know, put plays up. Like, you know, just kind of like that funny. It was really funny. Well, and I'm sure that scene, like has been done with, like, a pervy male yoga instructor a hundred times. Oh, so. for sure. So it's good to, like, turn it on his ear and, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Women can be pervy, too. Yeah. But then it was like, yo, I just got some new workout equipment. But it's just a strap-on. <laughs> like, you know? Like, and I'm talking about, oh, it's going to loosen up your muscles. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, it is, because I'm going to fuck you with it. Like, you know, like. Right? You may lose control of your muscles, State too. of the art. Like, all all of that. All that bullshit from, like, you know, like, workout culture that you hear that you just, I just put in with that. And I'm sure somebody's done it before or something to the extent of it. But I put my little, you know, bad kitty flavor on it. And it was stupid as hell. And I loved it. And and there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. that's the thing. Nothing is 100% original. Nothing. Mm-mm. No, it's impossible to be... Like, what is an original thought? Like, there might be something somebody hasn't heard of for a long time. And, you know, it just came back around. But, you know. Maybe. And there's nothing wrong with getting inspiration by from what other people have done. As long as you're not exactly 100% just copying it fucking right. line for line. Yeah. No, that's a that's just obnoxious and unoriginal. I mean, oh, and yeah. that unfortunately happens a lot in porn. Oh, yeah. Definitely was on a set over the summer where it's like, oh, these scenes we're shooting are literally recycled scripts from another one of the sites that that company shoots. Yeah, they're like, but it's from 2012. Nobody remembers. <laughs> no, you know, like I don't know if that's what happened, but you know, just then you're like, no, people. Why is it people don't forget? Well, <laughs> the spin on it this time was, yeah, this was a trans scene instead of a, you know, a traditional boy girl scene. But they literally just took the scripts from these traditional boy-girl scenes that they had previously yeah. shot and like... And put different characters in it yeah, and changed it a little bit. Changed it a little bit for, <laughs> yeah. to be trans scenes. It's yeah. like, come on, guys. Can we yeah. put a little effort into this? Yeah. You're, I love that you're inclusive. 
but you're inclusive in the copy, copy, same thing already happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're inclusive in the laziest way possible. Okay. You're inclusive in the way that you've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> These trans performers are not just interchangeable. No, they have stories that they want to tell. Yeah. You know, there's different creative outlets that you can go down. Like you can literally do anything with anybody, but you don't have to copy and paste when it comes over to trans performers, because yep. there's tons of original stories that you can make, like based even on that performer's life, even too. You might find something original out of there that we haven't seen before, you know, so. That's assuming that they want to take the time and effort to actually like. Exactly. Well, that's everybody. You have to decide how much of yourself that you want to share, you know, and it was funny because my friend before we came here, they're like, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, you know, kind of it comes different because I it's so easy for me to just like bust it open and do this and do whatever. But like when it comes time to, you know, you want to talk about stuff, I don't have a problem with it because that's, you know, to I've, you know, grown up always, I, you know, was in customer service and talking to people all the time. But a lot of the times in this industry, you hear from people outside the industry, it's like, well, just shut up and, you know, do porn. And it's like, well, no, there's people that want to, that have interesting things to say that have, you know, incredible stories or whatever. And, it, you know, it's how much of yourself do you want to share and how much, you know, do you want to show the world and how humanized do you want to be? Or do I just want to be like this, like bimbo fuck doll that you don't know nothing about? See, I have no interest you know? in just talking to the bimbo fuck dolls. Exactly. It's not, I mean, it's a fun persona to play sometimes, but like, I'm like, I am actually like really incredibly smart and I have a lot of, you know, cool things to say, but. I, I'm super sorry that yeah. you came on the show being incredibly smart. I'm not. <laughs> Like, you just had to put with my dumb ass. I'm sorry. Look at me. This is my show now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I shouldn't have signed that my contract. Show now. <laughs> I shouldn't have signed that contract before we got on air. Right. Fuck. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure entertaining you for years. Right. This is the Bad Kitty Show. <laughs> that's a big part of what this is like. That's why I never ask people, like, how'd you get in the industry? Who do you want to work with? What's your favorite position? Like, We were just literally just talking about this earlier. I said, I swear to God, if someone asks me one more time how I got in the industry, how did I pick my name, who do I look forward to working with most, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm just going to never speak again. I'm going to be like Beyonce and be like, I don't do interviews. No kidding. <laughs> well, and that's why, like, when I asked you about it, I was curious about real life, not... Yeah. But no, real life, and it's actually been a while, because... I, I, you know, I, I won't lie. The last time that I did anal wasn't uh, something that I wanted to do. So it was, oh, a, you know, an icky situation. But, I'm you know, sorry. resolved. Thank you. Um, but that, and I'm saying that it kept me from doing it because I was doing it even before then. But, you know, sometimes there just gives a little hitch in the giddy up. And then you just want to, when it's something that you feel like you want to do again, you want to make sure that, you know, you're comfortable, you're 100% in it, you're with somebody that you want to do, whether it's on camera or off camera, you know. Um, but probably in my personal life, I'll explore it again in like a safe space um, before I present it in a... It's definitely the you know, right move. Yeah. Last thing you want is to be on a set and be like, uh, sorry, guys, I just, yeah. I, I can't. And I'm not making fun of like the trauma, but like yeah. that's a real thing that could fucking no, happen. Totally. And I'm sure that there's people that have gone through that and they thought that they were ready to do it, you know, and you need to focus on yourself first because then I I know me, I would be like, oh my God, I couldn't perform and I wasted these people's time. And then they were here and they were counting on me. And God, now I look stupid and I'm embarrassed. You know, so there's so many things. It's but It would just compound. Yeah. And that's unfortunately one of the problems with the industry is totally the industry doesn't care. Like you, if you don't look out for number one, no one is going to in this industry. Yeah. You have to look out for yourself a hundred percent. And that's why, you know, I, I feel bad for people if, if they feel like they have to give into pressures or 
whatever, um, you know, it's unfortunate. And I, I hope that people can really focus and find themselves and what they want to do and focus on that. And yeah. And only be here if they, this is where you want to be too. Exactly. Like, don't be in this industry. If it's to make some significant other happy or, you know, you don't truly want to be here because it will lead to misery. Totally. And then on the same coin, you know, before getting too into it, don't lessen yourself or stifle yourself and your opportunities for somebody else as well, too, even if they're somebody in the industry. Oh, that's just the tale as old as fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've seen it so many fucking times yep. where it's just like, oh, I'm a girl girl performer now because I you know like new boyfriend. She's hot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, totally. There's a lot of people and I feel like there's so much potential, whether it's a you know, a performer who does this or a performer who does that. When you get with a partner, if they try to control you and what you can and can't do in the industry, there's different between your personal offset at home in the bedroom relationship, which I want to do. But when it comes to your partner, you should be wanting them to make the best decisions for themselves, have them make a bag, have them, you know, promote themselves, do whatever they're doing. Because at the end of the day, you aren't with that performer. You're with the person who is the performer. Right. Exactly. And it's especially hypocritical if that performer was doing all those things before you met them or when you met them. Exactly. Like, I totally would understand, like, you're dating some civilian and they're like, I want to get in the biz. Like, we need to have a discussion here. Like, if I'm a civilian dude and my girl's like, yo, I'm thinking about becoming a sex worker. Like, okay, this this needs to be a discussion. Like, I can't forbid you from doing this shit, mm-hmm. but... I have, we have to explore the, like, if it's in my comfort zone or some shit, but it's a whole other story. Like, Hey, you were a sex worker when we fucking met. Hell, I'm into you because you were a fucking sex worker. And then all of a sudden, now that I caught fucking feelings, yeah, you can't be a sex worker or you can't be a sex worker in the same degree. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. Or if you change the, the services you provide or <clears throat> something, you know, it's like, well, you were doing this when I met you and now you want to do this. That's not okay. And it's like, but that. Like, I'm still a sex worker, whether I do this or that. You know, like, you knew what was up. Right. So this scenario is okay, but this scenario is not. Like, make it make sense. You know, like, it's like, whole is whole is whole. Like, you know, it's like, I'm I'm the one, you know, monetizing it. That's true. I I could see, you know, a potential discussion being, like, if someone, like, you met someone who's a performer and then, like, decide they want to get into full service, get into escorting, like, not because of... Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Like, and it's not necessarily because of the actual sex act, but, like... I'm saying, like, like, let's talk about it, because this is a situation that I... mm, Yeah, because it's one of those things where, like, the sex is the sex, whatever. That's... It's more than, like, the potential risks involved with becoming a full service sex worker. Yeah. Hey there's criminal involvement here. Like there's not the protection of a set mm-hmm. that could be, I could fucking see myself being worried about that shit. Totally. The idea of being like, Oh, you're forbidden from doing this. Right. Or some emotional blackmail. Be like, yo, I'm at like, be out. If you're not comfortable with it, like yeah. don't emotionally blackmail somebody, really threaten them with leaving. If like, Hey, you got to live your life. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, I wish you the best. Like, yeah. no malice, no nothing. Like, yeah. you as the other member, the other side of the partnership, like, has to recognize your own comfort levels. If you're not comfortable with something, don't try to stick around and force someone to, you know, conform to your comfort. Yeah. You can't convince them. you Or you can't, you can't even convince yourself. So if it's something like, 
if somebody says, if your partner, you know, say your partner, I know you said you're single, I'm single, say that your partner, that you, your fictional partner came to you and said, I want to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. You have to be true to what your beliefs are. You can't say, I don't want you to do it. And then later, five minutes later, or not even, you know, not literally five minutes later, but later be like, you know, I'm going to try to be okay with it. Because you trying to be okay with it isn't you living in your truth. And then later you're going to come and be like, well, you're just a slut who fucks for money anyway, you know, type of thing. And it's like, well, now you're just going to throw it in my face because you weren't trying to be cool with it in a positive way. You just didn't want to lose what you had. So you're trying to make, you know, agreements with yourself and trying to reason. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, if it doesn't feel right and it doesn't align with your morals or what you believe in is right, the way or that you just your comfort your level, I mean. exactly. Don't fake it for somebody else. Don't fake it for literally any reason. And I feel like the same way. Even if you're somebody who's doing full service or doing whatever, I understand survival and I understand that. But at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, if you're not comfortable doing it and you hate what you're doing, you're not going to have sustainability over a long period of time. And that's the issue run the racks up now cool if you are cool with that you're fine with being uncomfortable you work run the racks up oh yeah do what you got to do i mean we've all every problem with that every last one of us who's not a billionaire has done a job that we were not fucking happy with same to fucking pay some bills okay i'm like if i ever had to i mean and who knows to say in you know x amount of time but i'm like i'm gonna work for myself for as long as possible because i had a job since i was 14 i turned 30 this year i've you know, the la- COVID was the best thing that happened to me. Me losing my job was the best thing that happened to me. I was working a nine to five while fully running Bad Kitty all by myself and doing everything by myself. And me losing my job to focus on this was the best thing that ever happened to me. I, you know, want to focus on this, but who's to say later down the line, you know, I, you know, do all my investments with this and I want to move into the next chapter of my life. That's cool. But I, you know, lived in my truth the whole time. That's one of the things, like, for the most part, if you're a performer and just a performer, there's a finite amount of time you can do this. Mm-hmm. It's the creme de la creme 1% that has like the Lisa Ann length career. Yeah. And good for her, man. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is there's some people who, whether they're blessed or they have ability or they have connections or whatever the situation is. It's all is, of it. It's fucking all, all of, of the it. above, right? But they've got longevity. And that is something that's so admirable. I don't know what Lisa Ann is doing personally myself right now, but I know she's not doing porny type stuff. Uh, she's hosting some stuff on Sirius XM last night. Good for her. Good for her. So, and it's fun because I feel like she's gotten so far and then she doesn't, I mean, I'm not, I'm just assuming that she didn't have to necessarily maybe compromise to get so much, for she, or maybe she did. I don't know. But what at the end of the day, you know, she's still being heard and she's still being seen and she still, you know, has relevancy. And that's somebody with a career like in this field specifically, longevity like that. That's amazing. Cause that's like a household name now, yeah. you know, like I remember, you know, people of all ages, I remember watching her when I was young and she wasn't incredibly young. She was never, I've never seen like that's, she's old, you know, she wasn't old, but that was like her peak time. And even now it's not her peak time and she's still working. Good for her, man. That's awesome. Honestly, the height of her popularity, she was definitely deep into the MILF category mm-hmm. when she was doing nail and pale. And- yeah. Yeah. Cause I, it's one of those, it's kind of, I'm not, I'm not comparing her to a grandparent at all, but you know, there's some people that you just don't, whether it's a public figure or somebody, you know, personally, you've never known them 
at a certain, under a certain age. So when I think of her, I just think of her as a MILF. I never think of her in her younger years, because like you said, that was the pinnacle of her time was her deep in the MILF era, you know, good for her. Like, awesome. But she is definitely the exception, not the rule. Like Totally. Because I think of people that, you know, I looked up to when I was too young to be watching porn, they... You know, I, I see them pop up sometimes, but, you know, like Jada Fire, she's not really around often. Misty Stone's around still, you know, there's a lot of Misty people. Stone's still looking fine as hell. Oh, my God. She looks exactly the same. She hasn't aged a like, fucking day. How? At all. How, Misty? How? At all. I mean, some, I don't know. Good for her. But, yeah, you know, no, good good honor. Right? But there's some people that, you know, just have longevity and they just played the game right. And they have something to offer that has lasted for so long. And I'm like, that's, that's amazing. It, it absolutely is because... The average career lasts like six months. Okay. And you think a lot of these girls are coming in 18, 19. By the time, like, my my period is older than you. You know, like, and you have been here for two minutes. Like, you know, so I, I am, I mean, and I'm, you know, this year I'll be five years in the game. And I'm like, now I feel like I'm at my peak or I'm I'm approaching peak right now. And, you know, I maybe it's I just played the long game and that works out well, but... I feel, well, I feel you're good. definitely in control of your own destiny with a lot of what you do. Like yeah. you're in a point and definitely at this point creating most of your own content. Like it's, yeah. you're not a performer who got in like, oh, I am fully dependent on studio work. No, oh, if I, oh shit. If I was dependent on studio work, I'd be eating rocks. I'd be so poor. Back to that ramen. I'd have no, right? <laughs> I'd be having to portion one pack of ramen for a month. Like I've only been booked four times and I've been in the industry almost five years. I've only been booked onto four mainstream sets. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And that's whatever. But that's the thing is you can't rely on somebody else, you know, to feed you. Like I'm going to eat whether or not these people book me. And as it should be, anyone who wants to get into the industry these days, you better be ready to be your own production house. Yeah. And you have to be cool about it, you know, and there's things are going to change and, you know, your fan base is going to change. And it's funny. I, I feel like people are realizing that Bad Kitty from 2019, like most people pre-pandemic, aren't the same. They don't necessarily look the same. Maybe they don't talk the same. Maybe they don't look, you know, the same person. They're like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I put on weight. Yeah, I changed from, you know, slim thick to BBW, whatever. But like. I also, my business models changed the way that I run, you know, my business is aged as well too. And that's something that I think was beneficial for me getting into the game late and being so selective and restrictive and stingy and controlling of my brand has probably like, maybe I lost the opportunities, but I feel like it's helped with my longevity and it's helped. Yeah. You're not shot out. You're not, no, you're not worried about like, Oh, Hey, fuck. I didn't get booked on this studio. What am I going to do? You're like, yeah. my money's coming in. Like, okay. I got straight queued right now as we speak. You know, like, right. Like, during this interview, like, she picked up her phone like three times, like, oh, well, then that's right. another appo- another dick appointment <laughs> right there. The like, phones, right? And I'm like, which phone is going off? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm amazed that she had time to do this fucking interview. Like, <laughs> right. It's a tight schedule, but I made it work. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Cheers yeah. to that shit. Cheers. No, and that's the thing is, you got to put the work in and you're going to make what you want to happen, happen. That's well, the thing. And that's the problem with people getting in at 18, 19 who have no business sense, have no, like we've talked about this on the show multiple times. Like there is no porn one-on-one people just get thrown into the fucking deep end. Yeah. And the industry in the grand scheme of things doesn't care if you sink or swim. Mm-mm. And it's sad. Like, 
And I feel like there should be advocacy, not only advocacy in direction of your business and, you know, the trajectory and what you want to do. Because I feel like if you're in a higher end bracket and you get with the right people, I know I've got the burps too. <laughs> I've got the burps too. The whiskey if you're burps with the white, If you're with the right person, you get better guidance. But, you know, not to call anybody out, but, uh, you know, a grouping and by grouping, I mean, agency, but by there's a grouping over here that doesn't have the same standards as another grouping, which is a higher end grouping. So they're having different experiences, you know, so it's like there's no standard. There's no book. There's no how to. There's no one on one. And a lot of people, I mean, I guess the word of the millennium right now is gatekeep people gatekeep. But the thing I don't like about that is nobody you're not entitled to anybody's information. You're not entitled to nobody's time. You're not entitled to nobody's guidance. You're not entitled to anything. So that's the thing is people are like, well, you, I know, but somebody needs to teach me something like, okay, if I was waiting for somebody to teach me, I wouldn't be where I am right. right now. Trial and error. Yeah. Buy yourself a fucking camera. Trial and error. Yeah. If you're curious about how to shoot, there's a million tutorials on YouTube on how to okay. shoot things. And I don't have a problem helping, but I feel like the last couple of times I've helped people, there it's just like, I feel like it fell on deaf, deaf ears. Like they were ungrateful, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I feel like I've got manners. You know, I say, please, I say, thank you. I let somebody know I appreciate it. Even if it's bullshit, even if it wasn't helpful, thank you so much for your time and for your input. I really appreciate this. You know, I'll find what I can apply for myself from that or whatever. Maybe that's just because I have a different background. I didn't join the industry until I was 25. I'd already been working for, you know, 10 years at that point um, in real life. So maybe, you know, not to, I'm, I'm not better than nobody else, but I just feel maybe like I had maybe a little, maybe a little, maybe you a little. said it, but you know, life experience. Hey, no one's buying me toilets, right? <laughs> I hope people buy me toilets. Oh, someone's going to buy you a toilet after Nobody's this. buying your loogies though. That, oh, I've never marketed in them. We could have a competition. Okay. I bet mine are thicker. Probably, are you a smoker? I mean, I'm like a nicotine smoker, occasional cigar smoker. Okay. Yeah. No, I just a weed smoker. That's why I've got a little, yeah. I was having a cigar before you walked in. Yeah. <laughs> I think I we smoked the blunt before we got here, but not while we were here. I don't know. That's funny. Like, did I consume cannabis? I don't right. remember. <laughs> I know. It was funny because it was like we got back to the crib right before, like right after we went to the hot pot. And because I was like, damn, this fucking business. I was like, yo, I told you I had plans. And they're like, no, we got to do this. And I was like, this is the only time we can do this. I said, okay, let me text him and make sure it's okay. And then I felt bad because I was like, I don't want to push him back. But, and then so right before we got here and she was like, do we have a time to roll a blunt before? I was like, no, we are already late. Let's go. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. Like I literally, like when I got that text, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that means I don't have to put on pants yet. Right. Like I didn't even jump in the shower until yeah. seven o'clock. You're like me. You're like kind of a dry texture. You're like, okay, cool. Dope. Awesome. Sure. And I'm like, I'm not going to take it no way because that's how I type too. But I was like, hope it's really okay. Hope it's really sure. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was fine. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely fucking fine. Like, Because I know you were, when we were initially setting up, you're like, I'm a night owl. So I felt like you were like seven or later. Yeah. It was, <laughs> literally, I was editing yeah. stuff and then playing GTA online with some friends when you texted nice. like, can we do something? I'm like, yeah, that means I can do a couple more missions. Right. And I was like, how about eight? And then the parking, I was like, God. I was all, and I was like, I don't want to be the black girl showing up mad late. Like, well, and as you're like, <laughs> I can't find parking. I'm like, 
Cool, more cigar. Right? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> more cigar, less pants. <laughs> yeah, well, the pants were on by that point. Oh, like, damn it. Sorry, I got you excited. Or I got you hyped too early. You had to put your pants on too early. Oh, I thought I got you hyped and you were upset that I had pants on when you showed up. I mean, I didn't. She was asking me, she's like, what kind of podcast is this? Can we do this? Can we do that? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, I gotta change my pants. So I was like, but what if it's a no pants podcast? I mean, it definitely can be a no pants podcast, <laughs> but I'm not like, we're meeting for the first time in person okay. now. And like, it would be rude for me to assume that, like, oh, you're just cool. Like, yeah, it's a no pants podcast. Just, like, answer the door, no pants. Like, it's no pants podcast. Sorry. Right. <laughs> All right, the next one will be no pants. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll find, we'll, okay, this is what we'll do. We're going to find the most outrageous pairs of underwear for each other. Oh, for each other? For each other. All right. Yeah. I'm going to find you a pair of manties, and you're going to find me a pair of panties. All right, all right. We'll gift them to each other and then wear them. See, I, I think I'm going to just do something ridiculous and get you something that's ridiculously unsexy. Yeah. Perfect. I hope my boobs can fit in the panty too. Because yeah, I feel like that's where you're I in my head when you said that that's where I would go with it, I would find the biggest granny panty. Oh, I'm not gonna find some granny. I'm gonna find someone wool with like you the buttons for your butthole. Butthole buttons, I love it. Yeah, like the you know, the little flap for your butthole. Like yes. like that that's why I'm going with it. Just remarkably unsexy. Butthole flap. I mean, I haven't heard anything sexy. You said booty butthole buttons and butthole flaps. That's all I heard. And those all sound good to me. Well, I, I don't know how I'm going to put you in something that's like actually unsexy. I'm, I don't know where I'm going to be like. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's a quest. Audience, DM me. Help me find unsexy shit for her. Unsexy panties. I need ugly. Like instead of ugly Christmas sweater, we need ugly podcast panties. Ugly podcast. <laughs> but on the flip side, I think you should get me the sexiest thing this you is can a, find. This is a life idea. This is a idea. In real time. Yep. Recorded <laughs> for the internet to go out to the a masses. A real time idea with Bad Kitty. Hi- ideas with Bad Kitty. See, that should be its own segment. Right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. That's what I'm come up with. But yeah, we can make that happen. Yeah, that's what we'll do. No, Pat's party. We'll, we'll set up a wide so everyone can see my fucking pasty ass legs. I love it. I love it. Like, Jesus. Is the white balance off? How fucking white is this boy? Damn. <laughs> You're too much editing in post. <laughs> Blinding the audience. Like, God damn, the lights are bouncing off his How legs. Oh. How dare he? <laughs> Has he seen the sun in the last five years? What is happening here? Can't stop, won't stop with the sun. We refuse. We refuse to sun. Oh, my mom texted me. Oh, she said goodnight. Like, not now, mom. Talking about ugly underwear. And buttholes. And buttholes. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, typical. It's funny because when I told my mom I was in the industry, it was funny. I had to tell my grandma first. Nobody's asked me this question about how I told my parents about it. So I'm going to ask myself about it. See, this this falls normally under like the cliche shit. But if no one's asked it, I will take the exclusive. Nobody's actually asked me. And that's the funny thing. There's, yeah. So this one, nobody asked me. So how did my, how did, how did I tell my family? So the way that it started was my grandma and everybody said my grandma left because she's going through it right now health wise. But um, so she was my tax professional, my tax preparer for a long time before my taxes got too serious. And I had to go to like big girl business tax people. But I remember asking her because she had told me something about uh, like, um, what are we called? Independent contractors and like, uh, I try. I have to say it right. Uber people. I say always say Uber people, Uber people, <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I asked her. I said, hey, I called my grandma nanny. I was like, hey, nanny, um, 
so I have a friend that drives for Uber and they were wondering how they get their taxes done. Whoop de whoop de whoop and all that. And so she's like kind of trying to tell me about it and do do do. And I, like I said previously, I can't lie to non-men. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I got a friend who's driving for Uber and she needs to know do do do. And she's like kind of telling me and I was like, okay, you know me, I can't lie. I said, I... I'm an independent contractor. And you know, I, she's like, what do you do? And I was like, I webcam. She's like, like on the internet? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, cool. So then I started telling her and she was helping me with my taxes. We do whatever. So then there were things that I needed help with. So then I asked my mom and then I told my mom and she was like, oh yeah, figures. Like you're naked all the time. And yeah, I caught like you doing fuck shit on the internet when you were too young and sending pictures. Because I, you know, I grew up in the age, so the iPhone was starting to come out by the time I was, like, leaving high school. So, like, I graduated in 2009 from high school, and the iPhone, one, the very first iPhone was just barely starting to come out. Our phones were, like, the Sidekicks and the Razors and, like, the Razor flip phone and, you know, all the, the, the pictures that were on it had, like, a weird blue grainy tint to it or whatever. So, she had caught me, like, taking pictures that, you know, would get people in trouble for right now because, you know, I was in high school or whatever. So, she wasn't surprised. So, I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, do, do, do. So, I was like, but don't tell dad. And, like, uh, this is funny. This would be the first, I, this would be one of the times I talk about it for free. I don't know. People always ask me what my ethnicity is. And I don't ever talk about it. Not because I'm ashamed or anything, but just because a lot of the time it comes from, like, not a, a place of interest, but a place of, like, fetishization. So, uh, you know, I'm mixed or whatever. So, my mom's, like, a bunch of white stuff. I don't know. Her dad's parents are from, like, Germany. They're like redheads, like bright sleeper redheads from Germany and a bunch of other white shit. But my dad's from Jamaica. And so she, I was like, my dad's like super conservative, like old man Rasta. Like, and so I was like, okay, like y'all both know, but nobody tell dad. My mom can't keep a secret to save her fucking life. Like, I wonder where you get it. Okay. Okay. Except apparently she can't lie to men. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she, can't, she can't keep the secret. But she can't lie to men either. I'm just we're the opposite. The opposites attract. So she then one day she told my dad and my or she said something in passing later. She was like, Yeah, do your dad knows or something. And I was like, What the fuck? Who told my dad? I was like, Why'd y'all tell him? God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But then now it's just funny because the whole no, but nobody cares. They never it would it wasn't like a it was just one of those things where it was like he just doesn't need to know type of things you know it was like not like he'd be ashamed so like my family totally supports me and they help me with stuff i mean he needs to know so it doesn't accidentally pop up in a search oh no my dad's old-timey and anyways he wouldn't my dad wouldn't be searching ebony shit anyways my dad like i remember when i found his vhs's his porn's vhs it was like big busty asians asians with big boobs yeah yeah yeah, I'm not hitting on your dad's taste. Stuff like that. Yeah, no, it, I, I'm i not my dad's demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you know, but it's funny because uh, my dad's a musician. And, uh, you know, so who do they ask to record the live shows? Me. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know, my daughter's good at videography and editing videos and stuff. And I'm like, yep, I am. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why are there so many extreme close-ups? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all BFV, baby. And like, I come in with like the, you know, the stabilized yeah. like <laughs> video camera. And they're like, damn, this shit's crisp. Like, why does she have a gimbal? Damn. Right. No, it's like so funny because, you know, I've 
I just handle the business. So it, it's funny because it's like at the end of the day, you know, as much as I try to fight and to say like, I'm not like my dad, I'm not like my dad, him and I are like the same. And that like, here we are both entertainers. Like, yep. We knew it was going to be, you know, <laughs> we knew it was going to be. Well, and thankfully we're in a day, day and age where like this shit is so much more normalized. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of, you know, getting into sex work, like I'm 10 years. Um, yeah. I graduated in 99. So I'm 10 years older than you. And mm-hmm. like, the idea of someone getting into sex work when I was coming up would have been just fucking blasphemy. Oh yeah. No, that you wouldn't, it was like very underground, like, and not the end. I mean, obviously it was still popping, but the end of the high peak of like the AIDS pandemic. So it was very stigmatized, you know, like, yeah, I totally get where now, not that the same stuff isn't able to happen. That was happening then to now, you know, we're more educated about things, but you know, the same type of thing now where, you know, people who would be open and honest about being sex workers, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago are looking at us like probably like, oh, I wish I could have lived out in the open like that. You yeah, know, and the, the stigma attached with it. I mean, and don't get me wrong. There's still definitely stigma oh, attached. For sure. 100%. And I'm, this is something I've had a conversation with any friend who's ever talked about, like getting into the industry, or getting into sex work. It's like, yo. Please realize that sex work is not a protected class. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go back to civilian land later on in life, the shit you've done is there forever. Yeah. And you can and will be discriminated against. Yeah. Like if it's on the internet, it is there for fucking ever. Yeah. Well, especially with the advancements in technology, who's to say that your or a employer can't upload a video or a photo of you, you know, say that there's an employment requirement that you submit a photo. I don't know. I'm just talking hypothetically. And then they run it through the thing and they see me busting it open and they'd be like, is this you? And I'd be like, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Hell yeah, that was me. (laughs) You know? But the problem is they could fucking just be like, and you're fired. For sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I, one of my most popular videos is me. I legitimately, I was working retail as a manager shot it in like 2018 2019 it's called squirting on a conference call i was working for this retailer i was a manager i was on a conference call i had this shit on mute and i was just handling business it's one of my most popular videos and it got so popular and people are leaking it so much that i just put it for it's for free on the internet because people are just leaking it so much it was so popular but a lot of people that's what they know me from and it's funny because still to this day, this is like three, four years old. People are like, can you make more videos of you on the conference call? And I was like, yo, I don't work there anymore. I work for myself now. But, you know, I hope that video comes up later in my life if I ever go back to civilian life. And they say, is this you? And I'm like, yep, sure was. That shit bought me a house. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That but- video bought me a house, okay? like, <laughs> But not with, a, not with a good toilet. Not with a good toilet. I need... I need a good toilet. I'm just going to keep calling out the right? toilet until someone buys you a fucking until toilet. Until someone buys me a toilet. I know. It, first, for couch. I have I have a really generous, great gentleman who, BB, you better buy me that couch, uh, is going to get me a couch. And so I'm like, okay, go this couch because I hate my fucking couch. Don't buy a love stack. I hope y'all come for me because y'all didn't reply to my customer service email. I hope you come for me. Please, please do. Worst couch ever. Don't ever buy a love stack. So now I want another couch in my house. I call it the Pink Pussy Palace because uh, my whole house is pink. My whole life, it's just it's a Except your toenails. Which ones? I eight, mean, eight you, out of ten. 
Eighty percent of your toenails. Okay, I was gonna say one of them was kind of pink when the toenail came off. <laughs> but yeah, but um, everything's pink. I saw I need a pink couch, you know. So I told him, and he was like, "Add something to your Amazon wish list that you really want." And I was like, "Well, this what I really want is not gonna fit in my PO box, so I need a couch." And then so I sent him the picture of the couch, and he was like, "I knew you were shopping on Wayfair." I was like, "Yep, that's the couch I wanted." Oh, are you buying children on there? I'm sorry. I was buying couches, not paintings. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not Ottomans. Right. That's stupid ass conspiracy theory. Oh. oh my God. I mean, you know, save the kids, but also like, can people just buy furniture and decor without being conflated with bad people activity? I'm not involved in bad people activity. Please. Right. That's unfortunate though. I mean, that's. It, Fortunate that you're not involved with bad people activity. Oh, yeah. But unfortunate that there are people involved in bad people activity. It's true. Yeah. We don't like bad people activity. I don't. I don't. No. But it's wild to me when people are like, oh, we're going to protest all these Hollywood pedophiles. And like the Catholic Church is right there. <laughs> you said it. I did. Come for me. I mean, yeah. come. Come. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, glass, glass, glass houses. That's true. Glass it's, houses. Ghetto black. <laughs> dude, I, I throw stones all the time. Yeah. I'm just hoping that I get famous enough that people throw them back. Okay, right. You're like, have I made it yet? Right. Am I big enough to be canceled? Okay. Has anybody made a catfish account of you yet? No. Oh, you haven't made it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you haven't made it. Nobody's pretending to be you. No one is pretending to be me. Like, wow, I'm. Nobody's selling $30 blowjobs as you. <laughs> no. No. No one's selling shit as me. Like, I, I'm actually now I'm deeply upset that like there is no mass layer catfish accounts. There's just like random Twitch screamers that you know use my name because that's their name too. Not- How dare they have a name similar to yours? All these people in the world, the originality is lacking. <laughs> right? How dare you try to use my shitty high school nickname? I'm okay. using it professionally, god damn it. <laughs> No, it's too funny. It's just... <laughs> yeah, I don't run across very many bad keys. I've run across a couple, and it's funny because there was this one, uh, this one person who had a variation of very similar to my name. Very similar. And, you know, she looked similar. You know, we were similar. And I was just like, hey, cute name. <laughs> but I was like... And it was funny because when I, I when I first started I was only camming and I wasn't thinking that I was gonna I thought there's I just figured that was only gonna be my cam name but things took off and things changed before I got to a point where I could think about rebranding and now we're just too deep I don't even know what I would change it to but like at the point where I was thinking about changing it we were too far in so that that is the wild part about the performers that do come from the campsite like yeah where it's like you, you don't have a typical like you have like a first name, last name right, right. thing. Yeah. Like before you came out, I was like, so do I call her bad kitty or can I call her kitty? Do I call her bad? Like, I know people always ask me like, what do I call you? So I just have people call me kitty. Some people have started calling me kit and I don't hate it. Like I kind of like, kit. you know, they'll, they'll be typing. They're like, I don't know, kit, you know, like something like that. Like, that's cute. I don't have a problem with that. My issue is when people spell my name wrong. So my name, it's like a mono name. I'm not comparing myself to any of these people, but think of mono names, you know, share, whatever people, I, that's the only one I can think of at the top of my head, Bono, whatever, you know, people with mono names, just, they don't have a last name. That's kind of what I was thinking, but that wasn't supposed to be a long-term name, but then 
Bad Kitty got so much traction and the name changed from like just like a properly capitalized name, just the B was capitalized to like a full capitalization to drop like and so now it's just Bad Kitty and I'm like, I wish I had like a, you know, like a lady name, like whether it was, you know, like a, a, a you know, a name and a surname is what I wish but we're too we're too far in now right in too deep it is what it is <laughs> you've created a monster and I it has have. run away it's a full-grown monster but it's okay it's good i'm glad i'm happy with it and it's a name that you know people know it's a name that is in print it's a name that's on awards it's a name that well you know, at least it's not like a mono name like some of the old school like vivid girls where it's just like oh you're a mononym, but it's a, like a common first name mononym. Like the one that comes to mind is Devin. Yeah. Like from the 90s. Like, good luck searching Devin because you get like every other girl who's ever used Devin. Okay. Or anything else. You could come across anything. Yeah. That's the thing that's hard. And that's the one thing that's nice about having a super unique name is like you won't see a lot of overlap in this specified spelling of it. Yeah. The SEO is good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shout out to my website developer, Carly David, because she taught me all about SEO and all that fun stuff. And, you know, people be like, your website should say this. And I'm like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Shout out to PS Group. I do work with them, too. So, okay. Seriously, that's that's the homie. That's like one of my close personal, like Carly and I have gotten close. Like, I love her. And she, that's who connected me with you. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. yeah. And if, uh, you know, you've seen the changes to it now, we drink.com. That is all Carly's fault. She's the best. She absolutely hates working with me sometimes. Right. I have a lot of balls in the air and bad ADD. And it's just like, Matt, you need to fix this. Okay. She will yell at me while we're on calls. Because she'll be like, yeah. Matt, you need to fix it. I'll start to fix it while we're on the call. She'll yeah. do it later. I'm like, I will forget. I will fuck it. I have too much going on, Carly. I need to fix this now or it's not happening. Okay. And she just And I'm the opposite. She's like, fix this. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like 12 years later. She's like, Kitty, fix it. Damn it. <laughs> Well, and I told her, I was like, you got to send me a picture of what you want me to fix. Give me the parameters. What is it that you want me to write? Like, give me, I need direction. Because I'm like, I don't, the issue is, is I get, I have a really short annoyance fuse sometimes. If you ask me for something and then I give you something and then you tell me that's not what you wanted. Oh, that drives me fucking insane. So from the jump, I tell you, I want you to tell me from the jump exactly what you want. Like, if you have a script and you want me to plug in the words like a Mad Lib, I'd rather you do that than you come back to me later and tell me that you didn't, I didn't give you what you wanted when I did. Makes me kooky. But it's the opposite. So Carly will be like, she'll tell me to do it. And then I just don't do it. And then she's like, do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then she's like, okay, but you didn't do it. <laughs> but no, she's the best. She And it was so funny because I know that she meant it from a good place. But basically, the gist of it was... Because of you, I've learned new ways to do things because I never thought about doing them this way because she would show me something and I'd be like, no, not that. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is what I want. And it was like, I swear, I didn't know I was like creating things out of thin air. But she, that's the thing. And she's so great. She makes them happen. I just tell her the idea that I have and then like, bink, it's done. So yeah, good people. Yeah, definitely. Good people. And good people to link you to other good people. Like who? Who'd she link you to? Right? I don't know. Some weirdo guy here. <laughs> right? Fucking weird white dude's just filling me whiskey. Like, right? Uh, this white man invited me into his house and said that there were beverages. <laughs> he said, you want something to drink a little here? And I said, okay. I, would you like as much alcohol as you could possibly right? consume? 
how much alcohol can you drink in two hour frame time? <laughs> like, ignore the professional cameras and lighting. Right. <laughs> Nothing sinister is going on whatsoever. Right. And he's like, and then he said I could talk about whatever I want. <laughs> he did indeed. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Let's unstep this sexy thing and see how much we Oh, no. We got time left in the show. Oh, okay. So we, we won't. Can't, we can't do the big reveal. Okay. So we won't big reveal yet. Yeah. Like, but we don't have more ice cubes. And that's uh, I mean, there are definitely more ice cubes in the freezer. But not the fancy ones. Oh, yeah, there are. Oh, There's I thought it was only the one. No, I had three trays. I'm a professional. Thank you. I would like some more. <laughs> like, Jesus, I need an assistant. Like, I, this is so convenient because normally okay. it's like, hold on one sec. I'm going to pause. I'll go get okay. more ice. That's how I know that I've been drinking because now I'm sweating. <sighs> so I just thought that was my fault. My bad. Oh, yeah. Sexy Matt Slayer. <laughs> she sold that one, folks. She definitely sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be your, your opening credit. You know, like, it's like, you know, the thing that I love about certain websites is like the, you know, the sexy lady who says the intro to the name of the site. I love it. Thank you. Bloop. I'm just trying to... <laughs> get away from wires and such right you mean liquids and electronics don't yeah. go well together I, I know firsthand that whiskey and my electronics don't go well together you know what i know firsthand is that coffee and macbooks don't go good together well i mean your problem is using a macbook you know what <laughs> whatever they're just trying to sell you another one next year okay that's all they're trying to do i know i i got like 10 years out of my one macbook well, but I did okay. Uh, let me rephrase. Out of that model, I I got one, spilt coffee on it, got another one. But that model, I didn't upgrade at all. I just had to get a second one. But that one, I I rode to the ground for ten years. Steve Jobs is spinning in his grave. I hope so. Wow, what did Steve Jobs <laughs> do to you? <laughs> what do you do? This whole Apple bullshit, man. You get this, and then then this one, and then the next phone comes out, and then this bullshit, and then they don't want to talk to each other no more. And yeah, I mean that that's capitalism. That's it's, all. They want to sell you new phones. They want to I sell you it. new phones. I get it. I get it. That's the only thing I'm upset about him. The only thing I'm upset about. Oh, I'm, I'm upset about his juice diet or whatever the fuck he was on. He was on a juice diet. I'm too hungry for that. Right. And the fans are probably like, "Yeah, you fat bitch. You probably are." You want to? You want, let me read you a. I 100. They're tugging it with one hand and pointing with the I'm other. I'm dead. Let me read a. Let me read. Let's um. You know that one late night person does the mean tweets. Let me read one of my mean tweets. Oh. I got a mean tweet the other day. You got a mean tweet? Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Nor should you. This is something no, that... No, it doesn't phase me at all. Like, I'm the most unfazable person. Well, that's all you should like, be. Like, the, I, I know we were I debating if we wanted to touch on this. The yeah. whole thing from last night. The whole, like, you know, Will getting up. I was like, yeah. you just gave Chris Rock power over you to, like... Be that upset to get up and fucking commit a crime on national television. I mean, it's one of those things that's like, I, I'm i not upset about it. The if amount you look of, at my Twitter stream from... The amount of women who... I, oh my like, gosh, it got better. Okay, I was going <laughs> to... Not to cut you off, but... The person who mean tweeted me. All right, we'll do the mean tweet, but then we, we, we I want to we'll segue. Back. Okay, we'll circle back to it. Here's my mean tweet. So this is after a video, and I didn't, I didn't, I've only been on TikTok for a couple, a couple months, like a month maybe. And they haven't kicked you off. That's amazing. Not yet, but I have gotten some community violations. Um, 
But so I searched myself on the tickety talk because I hadn't searched myself. So I searched by Kitty and there were videos about me. I didn't know that. So there are videos about me about being like top porn stars. I was like number two on all of them or whatever. So somebody. Oh, I think I saw a reaction video that you did. Oh, yeah. That. My reaction videos. Yeah. So somebody who commented on it and said, yeah, the dude who said that I was number one on one of the videos was right. And then he says, fuck, bad kitty. Why did you have to let yourself go like this? You're fat as fuck with the throw up face. And then. He said, man, shut the fuck up. Only sorry us N-words want that shit, you're mid. <laughs> I think he's just upset that his dick isn't big enough to still penetrate you. <sighs> that shit just makes me laugh. Like, also, I want to know who created this word mid. Because what I, my understanding is that the kids mean that on a scale of one to ten, that you're like a five. So uh, I, I think I have some history on the mid. That's all. That's my understanding. So please. Well, so in gaming, mm-hmm. they do tier lists, mm. especially like fighting games. So they'll rank all the characters from S to F. Mm-hmm. So S being like special, A, B, C, D, E, F, and then like. Mm-hmm. So a mid tier character is somewhere that falls in the middle. Okay, but like. Wouldn't you want to be like your low tier? Like, well, no, so low tier is the worst. I know, but you're not saying that like I'm the worst. So, you oh no, say, he's still still saying he's popping rocks, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You could still get it, but like, I saw a dude fuck a fucking car. So I'm not. I've seen dudes fuck trees. I've seen dudes fuck pies. I mean, there was a whole franchise about a man fucking a pie. These dudes will fuck anything. It's, it, it's accurate. It's accurate. And you're gonna tell me that I'm mid. I mean, that's fine. Everybody's got their preference. That's fine. But, like, just because you can't get it doesn't mean that I'm mid. Like, well, mid's it's not a- even bad. Like, you're just going to say, like, it will still make you come. Like, well, it's one of those things where, like, maybe he's trying to do one of those, you know, pickup artist moves where, like, oh, I'm going to neg her a little bit so she pays attention to that's me. That's what it is. Exactly what it is. It's is negging. And, I feel- and the thing about it is, you literally just called this tweet out on an internet show. Yeah. So you just paid him attention on the internet. And and I and I replied. So he should be coming for the rest of his life because he got acknowledged on this, like you said, which is going to stream on places. I replied on Twitter. Other people replied back to it. So now he got the attention that he wanted. Right. But then he knows, oh, this negative attention will get responses. So he'll continue with the negative attention to continue to yeah. attempt to get responses. But you, you know what the gag is, though? In 10 minutes, it'll say, this tweet has been deleted. <laughs> In five minutes, it will say, this tweet has been deleted because people will see it. And then they'll, like, I'm not saying go gang up on this man. I don't give a fuck. Nobody needs to be, like, I mean, not that I'm saying nobody needs to be bullied on the internet. Some people do need to be bullied on the internet. And some people need to be bullied and or slapped in real life. Just saying way back into what you were Ooh. saying. So, like, I have opinions on this shit. Me too. But first and foremost, I tweeted like, about them all last night. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, all my all my tweets from last night were actually very. I did not pick a side in my tweets last night. My two tweets were what my first tweet was: one of Chris Rock's writers is definitely getting fired tonight because Chris doesn't write his own jokes. That's the first problem. Chris, yeah, Chris has writers. I understand a collaboration. But you're going to tell me that this man who's been in the industry for 25 years, maybe didn't read it first. I know for, I don't know for a fact, but I feel 
as though maybe this man read the th- joke and thought, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I don't think that was the first time he saw it. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't. And that's I'm not sure. the first no, time no. that he has. I actually, I can promise you it wasn't the first time he saw it. Friends of mine in New York were telling me that Chris was running his Oscar material in clubs in New York mm-hmm. before the Oscars. Hell, and I know he does that. In 2016, I got to watch him do his Oscar material when he was hosting the Oscars two nights before the Oscars at the Comedy Store. Which was the one where he was talking mad shit about Jada because Will had bought boycotted it and Jada was like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I got one. to watch him do that yeah. material in person two nights before the yeah, Oscars. Because that's the clip that keeps getting quoted to say like, people are like, oh, he only said one joke. And it's like, no, it's been a build up. It's been, a, sorry, I have titty sweat. My titties are hot and sweaty. It's okay. I, I mean, the sweatiest. I know we turn the air off. That's the one thing I hate. That's the most toxic thing about porn. It's not the most toxic thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. It's okay. It's the- one of the non-physical person-to-person toxic things about porn. It's the non... If there's not another person... I mean, I guess somebody does inflict this pain upon me. When you turn the air conditioning off... I'm not a small girl. And people be like, yeah, you're a fatter bitch than you were when you got... Okay, but like, I got one booking when I was skinny. I mean, that was in 2019. But I got three bookings once I gained weight. So like, my money went up once I gained weight. But that's the... I mean, I'm not saying this isn't related. But that's the thing I hate about porn is when you have to turn the air conditioning off. (laughs) It makes noise. I'm sorry. It makes noise. I know. But now I got... I, it's a booba sweat. It, it's okay. I mean, we can take a pause. You can go pat the girls down no, if you want. I just, I, I did one of these. Yeah. All right. Whatever you need to do to be comfortable. No, like, I'm good. I'm you, all right. You're allowed to let them breathe if you want. The, <sighs> we allow anything to happen. Right. Here. Oh, boobos can get, uh, boobos. Yeah, you can pull them out. I don't Boobs care. They can come out. They can come out. Okay. I will censor, I will censor them on the internet. Oh, oh, boobs are out. It's the sweat underneath. So I got new boobs and it was funny because mistakes were made. I didn't know that I had purchased and installed the largest silicone booby that they make. <laughs> they make them up to 800 cc's, which is a large bob. Yeah. That's a large bob. Uh, oh, they feel so much better already. <laughs> See, I'm, a, a I'm just going to go into I'm just going to go into After Effects, put a mosaic on there, right? And, and put available on Patreon because the Patreon version will have Okay. The full bobs. I think that, that was in the way. There we go. So they get both of them. The full bobs. But um, yeah, and it was funny because my doctor went in and he would like examine my boobs or whatever. And then he wrote the CCs of the boobs on it. He's like, yeah, this is the largest silicone implant that we make. And I was like, what? The largest? That's Did you do the gummy bear? Yeah. It's the way to go. Yeah. And they switched, and I got a lift, so you know I got scars or whatever. And it was funny because I was on a really popular set and for like a really popular brand, and they were like, "You gonna you want to put makeup on your boobs or anything?" And I was like, "No." Like I know y'all gonna edit it anyways in the photos, and like my fans, people who know me, know that that's how my boobs look. They saw how my boobs look before, and they saw how they look now, and these are nice and you know whatever. So it's like. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So back to last night while your boobs mm. are out. I, as much back as I would love to talk about boobs. your boobs. Yes. Back to what we were talking about before the boobs. Yeah. Chris made a joke that wasn't. I'm going to put it the other way because the sweat is under the <laughs> boob. The, sweat, the, the culprit is under, under here. Uh, there we go. There we go. 
push the girls up a yeah. little. Yeah, I was like, this is where the issue lies. So yeah, Chris was... Uh, he was making a joke that, you know, could be considered punching down. But at the end of the day, he's a comedian. You should handle that shit by not slapping a man on the middle of a live telecast. Like, handle that shit backstage. Use your Will Smith, your winning best actor, talk to the Academy after the fact and be like, yo, I don't want him back. Just slapping a man, slapping a comedian especially is like setting a precedent of like, oh, hey, if a comedian says something that you don't like, it's okay to get up on stage and hit him is something that I don't want to see. Yeah. I think the thing is, is, I mean, one from the internet digging that I did, it seems like they've had beef for a minute. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, the bit, the beef very well may be yeah, real. That there's been beef for a minute. And, you know, what do we want to see, you know, people who are in the running for a historic win to be the fifth person of that group to win an award? You know, maybe that, and it's not to say that, you know, there's a time and a place for things. I think the time wasn't right. I think the place wasn't right, possibly. Um, But I do feel that I live by the ancient proverb of, or I respect the ancient proverb, not necessarily that I act on it or expect others to act on it, but I can appreciate the ancient proverb of talk shit, get hit. (laughs) Um, uh, but it's a comedian's job, especially if the academy's brought him there to fucking roast celebrities. Also that, but like, why are you so horny for Jada for so long? The joke that they made before about the couple that one was not, but they were both nominated and one shouldn't win because the other one has to lose because you know it's the husband or whatever. That was a huge joke. Well, you the, know, I, I think the really insult. The one that like was much more insulting than the G.I. Jane joke was yeah. the one about like, much like Rihanna's panties, I wasn't invited. Exactly. That was pretty funny. It's, but it's funny as shit. And it's a joke. Yeah. Like you're giving, pe- you're giving people power to use words over you to get an emotional response. Much like people talking shit to you on Twitter. Like, yeah. It only has power if you give it power. Yeah. Well, and that's one of those things. People, you know, and I understand both sides when people are like, well, you don't understand what she's been going through. Do, do, do. Like people, when they say that I am so fat and I let myself, y'all don't know what I've been going through. I don't talk about my personal life and the shit that has been, you know, plaguing me and my family, the hardships that my family and I have been going through. It's not financial hardships. That's one like I can say that it's not a financial hard. I wish it was a financial hardship because then I could just hustle to make money and the, right. the problem would be resolved. It's not a financial hardship. One of my family members is incredibly sick, and I'm I don't want to get in because it's making me sad. But um, it's something that I wish money would fix. It's not something that money can fix. And same like in this issue, you know, you don't know what people are going through, and that's not to say that comedy or art should be sacrificed because of that. But I do think that it's icky when the subject of your joke has been open about a personal health issue and whether or not you were conscious in it, whether or not you wrote that joke or whatever, when you attack people on their per on a personal level, it, it, it gets icky. If you want to attack the persona that they put out into the public, that's different. That that's what was icky. I don't like it when people kick you when they know that they can hurt you. Well, and that's that's what's icky to me. 
it's definitely icky, but it's also the downside of celebrity that most totally. people don't talk about. That's the thing. And like I said, I don't talk a lot about my personal life because people aren't going to talk about it if they don't know about it. Right. That's the other thing is, you know, you want to say, oh, well, they shared this about their life. They shared that about their life. You know what? They're right. But that doesn't mean that somebody's not going to make fun of you for it. But if nobody knows about it, they're not going to make fun of you about it. And it's like that seesaw. It, it's a seesaw. I mean, it's a bouncing act. Yeah. At whatever. the end of the day, I don't feel like Will should have fucking committed assault on fucking national television. The amount of women in my life, though, who are like, I would have been sucking my man off the minute he got back to the chair over. It's just like, I'm so conflicted as a dude now. Like, because I hear all the time, like, yo, don't do toxic masculine shit. Like, I, you know, I'm an independent woman. I don't need you to fucking fight battles for me. But the, the minute, like, a dude goes and actually fights a battle for you, like, oh, yeah. like, as, as a modern dude, I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do now. Like, should I go just slap motherfuckers? Like, <laughs> You've watched The Office, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, when Angela is talking about and Dwight and Angie are dueling over her, and she's like, this isn't actually the first time that two men have dueled over me. I resonate with that because it's not the first time. I, 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 I've I, been in this position, speaking specifically for Angela and two men dueling over her. I was put into a position where... And I know this is something that I said that I wasn't going to talk about, but I'm not saying no names, but there might have been somebody who was attached to me who physically assaulted somebody in a public workspace at one point in the beginning of a different time. And that made people not want to work with me because a direct quote was, I heard that your dude, who's not my dude anymore, I heard that your dude fights people over you. So that put me in a bad space. And, you know, it's like defend my honor. But like now if you're stopping my bag, it's a problem. 100%. (laughs) Like I want you to know, like, don't fuck with Bad Kitty because (laughs) there's people who are going to come handle it. But also people who weren't planning to squabble in the first place now don't want to come hang out. But the gag is, is that person was literally just in my email saying, come to my hotel when you're done with the podcast. It's funny. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where like, there's talk of Will may lose his fucking Academy Award over this shit. But, like, what about all the other people who did super terrible things, but just because they weren't It's behind closed doors. It's, that's the thing. I mean, no, one, thing no, one, no one has pulled Harvey Weinstein's fucking Oscars. That's the thing. People, they still want to say, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did... Okay, but they weren't caught on camera. And if they were caught on camera, the country didn't see it. Right. And this, this is and a joke I made on yeah. someone's fucking Facebook or some social media earlier, like... Will should have done it properly and fucked him up backstage. Yeah. Yeah. When they say, when P. Diddy is the one who settles things, when P. Diddy is the ultimate, when we were talking about villainous reality shows, P. Diddy is the number one. He wrote the trope for villains in reality shows. You remember watching Making the Band? Yeah. Well, like 2002. Don't quote me on the, the time frame, but early, early 2000s. That man wa- made them walk. Don't quote me on the amount because people are like, she doesn't know. Don't quote me on the amount. Maybe 34 <laughs> blocks. I don't know. Hella blocks. Hella blocks in New York City to go get a cheesecake at the ass crack of dawn. This man was a villain. Yeah. And he's the one saying, y'all should have handled it like adults. Let's go talk about this at, you know, later. And it's like, that was a lot of the rhetoric people were saying was like, when P. Diddy's the voice of reason and Will Smith's the one slapping the shit out of people, you knew it's different. Well, and it's one of those things <laughs> where like, 
I, I, you know, as a white dude, it definitely shouldn't be my take, but I, I've definitely seen people from the African-American community being like, well, that's fucked when, you know, it's black on black, essentially black, black on black line on the fucking one stage that we've been like, yo, y'all so white. And now. You know, I feel like there is a time and a place, you know, you don't want to do hard R shit in public that they don't want the hard R's in to begin with. If y'all aren't invited, that's not the place. You know, people, you know, you don't have hard R's slapping hard R's at the Catalina Ryan Mixer. It's the <laughs> fucking Catalina Ryan Mixer. You know, there's a time and a place. Oh, no. I I saw so many jokes last night that were like, oh, shit, I didn't realize this is the Source Awards. Like, yo. <laughs> and that's a fucked up take. But at the same time, I also love unscripted off the Richter shit oh, no. that's about to happen. But they like, 100% saved yeah. the Oscars ratings. 100%. Yeah. That was the most popular Oscars since the first Oscars. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but it's with definitely me, the most was, trending on fucking social media. Everybody's talking about it. I know it just happened less than 24 hours ago. You know, it's like what, not 10 o'clock at night. This is happening. You know, it hasn't, but the discourse is con- like, you know, when you go to Twitter trending topics, if there's 10 topics, six of them were about this. Yeah. It was all about it. That's but, the most press the Oscars has ever got, ever. And they may still strip Will Smith of his award over it. But I hope they fucking don't. Because at the end of the day, the award isn't based on actions. It's based on the film. And it should be, I, I understand actions have consequences. Right. They 100% do. But Chris opted not to press charges so we're we're done there yeah and i remember something my my mom would say when i was a kid she would say adult adult choices have adult consequences and you know it was like so funny when i was growing up and i was like well you're just saying that because you don't want me to have fun ever but you know i think about it now and it's like there's a lot of fuck shit that i could do but like if i got caught man that would be it would be over and i'm not a gambling woman i don't like to gamble if I go to Vegas, I'm going to spend $20 max on gambling. And I'm going to be upset if I don't get $21 back after I spend the $20. I'm not a gambler. I don't like to gamble with money. I don't like to gamble with my life. I don't like to gamble with my freedoms. You know, doing certain types of sex work is enough of a gamble for me. You know, like, that's enough for me. I don't want to do any other fuck shit to possibly get in trouble. That's not for me. So, you know, I wouldn't commit crimes on camera. <laughs> like, that's just me. But at the end of the day, like you said, Chris isn't trying to press charges. So, like, where do you go from there? Like, the people who are calling for X, Y, and Z, you don't go further than that because that's not, it's up to him. It's not like a, a sex crime where it's the state's going to charge it anyways. There for are sure. certain crimes that the state are going to charge no matter what. And this, you talking shit so you got hit isn't one of them. Well, not this moment specifically, it sounds. My big hope is going forward that fucking award shows like this don't go, hey, comedians, you have to run all your jokes by us before you fucking stifling free speech, stifling expression. Like, yeah, we have to see every joke you're going to fucking tell before. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I don't feel like that should happen. Could right. it happen? It could happen. Oh, it definitely fucking could happen. Yeah. Like, depending on how the fallout continues to go from this. Oh, because you don't want that to happen because, 
some of my favorite jokes are jokes that you wouldn't necessarily say aloud to your book club, you know, because you don't want them to think differently about you. But comedians can say this kind of shit and get away with it because it's their job. But the thing that's funny is like comedians started tweeting like, well, I hope that doesn't open, you know, the, the floodgates that people come up and slap me out there think like, that's fine. I've never slapped some comedian at the club, but I've definitely hurt a comedian's feelings sitting in my seat. <laughs> you know, like I remember I was on a cruise ship once and there was a comedian and I was sitting there and I was sitting there with well, my dad. First and foremost, sorry you were on a cruise. I It was a while ago. I'm sorry. I love cruising though. The worst. I love it. The worst. I love cruising. The worst. Whatever. We'll fight about it later. Uh, okay. We'll fight about it later. But, uh, <laughs> my dad and I were at like a, you know, one of the like little shows with the little dude and he was like, you know, he was going in. He thought he was the shit. He thought he was funny. And he's like looking at me and I remember, and I was like, I think I was of drinking age. I'd have at least been 21. I had to have been, I think I was. And he like, I was sitting in the very front row and he was like, uh, excuse me. He was he like, burped on you. Wow. Rude. He burped on me. Rude. Spicy. He was like, okay, Beyonce, why aren't you laughing? And I said, and he put the mic down in my face and I said, because you're not funny. Like the minute <laughs> the minute you have to ask someone why they're not laughing, you have lost. You have lost. Don't ask nobody at your comedy show why they're not laughing. It, it's just like sex. Like, did you come? No. I never want to have to ask that question. Either I haven't put in enough work or I need to do more. Like the point where I have to ask you, like, did you come? Like, I fucked up. I yeah. fucked up. No, it's a problem. It's a problem. You don't want to ask that. And, like, it's just not okay. No. As a comedian, I should never have to ask you, well, first and foremost, let me clarify, I am not a comedian. <laughs> like, I am not a comedian. I am a shitbag podcaster. But as someone who tries to make people laugh, I should never have to ask you, well, like, why aren't you laughing at that? I may give you shit for, like, not laughing at it. Like, you know, T's been straight face over here for a while. And right. <laughs> He's just like we don't find men funny, so that's just what it comes to. You're lying. You've been laughing at my bullshit all night. Let's just be polite. Oh wow! Ow! 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 For the audio listeners, I just took a sip. Ow! Diverted my eyes. Oh! Oh! Looked at T, who's my homegirl on the side. Just look. You know, we did the eyes to each other. We looked around the room. No kidding. Thankfully. Thankfully, I don't live for your approval. That's so. fine. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to cry myself to sleep later, but that, so that's later. Yeah, but <laughs> um, no milk tears, just regular tears. No milk tears. <laughs> just regular old tears. Regular tears from your face and not yeah, from your penis. The salty ones. Not well. I guess that one. I've never tasted semen, but I assume that's salty you know, too. I feel like. All men who try to come in other people's mouths or all penis owners, you know, we'll we'll be hella inclusive. All people with penises who come in other people's mouths, taste the semen before you put it in somebody else's mouth and critique yourself. The only time I ever want to finish in someone's mouth is when they demand that I finish in their mouth. Yeah. I am one of these people like that. I don't like it. My penis goes in your mouth for about 30 seconds. Then I'm just like, so we're fucking now. Yo, let me put it in your holes. Right, like, let me put it in the self lubricating. Like, I'll yeah. put it in your holes. I was, I was giving it something to the camera, you know, for the Patreons. Well, I appreciate that. 
Hopefully the patrons do too. Boobs. But yeah, it's 100% like, <laughs> you know, I, I had a, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but like I had a guest who was like, oh, you know, I want to blow you. I'm like, breaks. Before we do that, if you blow me, I'm going to want to have sex. Like, if you don't want to do that, like, we don't need to do any of this. Yeah. You're like, I just want you to know. Like, if we were, if we were proceeding down this road. Yeah. This is. Where it's like where I would like to take it. If you don't, I'm not going to bother pulling it out for you to even suck it. Yeah, right. You're like, we need to agree on the, right. the cadence of which this will progress. Right. Like, uh, you know, we need to have like the full consent the whole way down here. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, no, thankfully she was down. So, yeah. Well, that's good. That's something I feel like you definitely need to do. And especially as adults who are open and willing to do. I mean, that's the, that's the key word is adults. But yeah. That's the thing is, you know, we're all business, you know, we know business, we're adults, get tested, you know, be honest with your test results. You know, I got tested before I came down here. I don't know what's going to happen. I've only been here for a couple hours and I haven't had no, you know, whatever's I need. But I know that I'm being the responsible adult about it. That's the thing is that's what you have to be. And I don't like it when... We were talking about it earlier at dinner. People lie about tests. People fake tests. They be forging them. Well, and that's the fucked up part. Like, people in the past have definitely fake tests and are still around. Yeah. And I feel like the second that you fake a test, that should auto-DQ you. And that's not even the worst thing that people do. And they don't get blacklisted or DQ'd or there's uh, consequences. I, hopefully you have like managed to avoid any STIs. I've had chlamydia before. It just meant I took my fucking round of pills and went about, you know, my day. Mm-hmm. I've had chlamydia before, but it was way before I joined the industry. I was like 22. I joined the industry when I was 25. I turned 30 this year. So it's been a good minute. It. I have not, you know, knock on wood. And luckily, all the people that I've been with have been responsible enough. I've never gotten anything while being in the industry. It was before the industry. And that was the first STI and that was the last STI that I've had so far. Not to say that I won't get one more in my life. I hope that I don't. Well, certainly. No one wants it. But no. it, at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. I definitely yeah. got it from a civilian, you know, mm. you know. And my biggest beef in the whole situation, my audience has heard this multiple times. My biggest beef in the situation is she took no ownership in the situation. I bad. did not care. At the end of the day, like, because we had a non-monogamous thing. Like, okay, I got chlamydia. Like, I went in, I popped dirty. I fucking hit her up like, hey, you need to go get tested. Her response was, oh, you obviously got blackout drunk and fucked somebody else. And I went, cool, I'm done with you. I'm fucking done with you. You want to hear about how I knew that I had chlamydia? Of course. (laughs) So I was working my nine to five and I had gotten tested because I just knew something wasn't right. I had a smell that wasn't my normal smell. There was discharge that wasn't my normal discharge. And I was like, something's not right. I'm going to go get it checked out. So I just went, and mind you, this is before the industry. I was like 22. So this is like three years before I joined the industry. Excuse me. I was still in college. And I had met this guy in my political science class. This was like the year before I graduated college. Met this guy in my political science class, super fine. Uh, Just for description, this fine-ass Puerto Rican dude from New York. He had a couple tattoos, whatever. He was like ex-army, super fine dude. He was living in California because he had gotten some girl pregnant, whatever. That's where the kid was. So he was living with the kid. 
he was going to school. He was in my class. He sat next to me and we had like this report. And one day before class, we were sitting in this one area and uh, we were just talking about this report that we had coming up. And he was like, oh, I picked this subject. And I was like, oh, I picked this subject, boop, 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 whatever. And then we exchanged numbers and he said, hey, I have this book. If you want to borrow a book, come meet me at the Panera in the town. And I said, okay, cool. I went to the Panera, met him, whatever. He said, hey, after you pick up this book, you want to come to my crib and you want to smoke some weed. And I said, cool. We had fucked a couple times before that. This is where I a mistake was made. This is where I learned what a hobosexual was. Do you know what a hobosexual was? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a hobosexual. So he was fucking with this white girl or whatever. No, I'm not a diss. It's just, I'm just, I'm just painting the picture. I'm just painting the picture. He was fucking with this white girl, whatever, whatever. He's not white. He's like Puerto Rican, whatever. He's from New York. He's fine. It was big old dick, big, huge dick. I call, <laughs> his name, I call him Eddie Big Heady. That's not anything descriptive. His name could be anything, but I call him Eddie Big Heady. And that's what my dad called him too. Cause that's what I told him his name was. So <laughs> that's what my dad called Dude, him. Dude, dad got involved in this whole shit. My dad wasn't involved in it, but he just knew that there was someone living at the crib Named Eddie Big Heady. That's all he knew. Eddie Big Heady lived at the crib. <laughs> That's all he knew. He didn't know nothing about Eddie Big Heady. He didn't. Maybe he had a big head up top. He didn't. It was the bottom head. Yeah, we gathered that. <laughs> okay, whatever. He had a big old dick. That was the first time that I was surprised, gooped, gathered, and beguiled when I saw the civilian's man's Big old dick. Huge. Whatever. We were cool. We were talking whatever. I knew he was a dad because I got a thing for dads. And I don't have a thing. I don't like I don't like it when the kids interfere my t- interfere with the time that I have with the father. The kids be getting in the way of my time with the father, and I don't like that. Anyways. <laughs> I, I'm just taking away from this. Like You're like, I'm into fertile men. I like dads. No, I'm okay. So I'm sterilized. I can't have kids. I'm fixed. I'm fixed. That was a personal choice. Fertile men are still turning you on, apparently. I mean, you could be shooting blanks. I don't care. As long as you had some fucking. I'm not. I mean, I guess I don't know if I'm fertile. I've never been pregnant in my life. So how do you know you're sterile? You just said 10 seconds ago that. I got sterilized. Oh, you got sterilized. Yeah, I had the medical procedure to get sterilized. You got a hysterectomy or? No, they removed. So there's the fallopian tube. So there's your eggs in in your ovaries. And then there's like a little highway on each side that connects. I know, they look like double double horns. Yeah, so they're (laughs) called fallopian tubes. So the fallopian tubes connect the ovaries to the uterus. And then it connects the eggs. The eggs come down so that the the sperm can fertilize it. So when I got fixed, they removed the highways. So think of it as a destination with no overpass. So you can see it. It's like when you put... You got your tubes tied. No. I got my tubes removed. They remove the tubes. It's different. So the tubes, they'll tie them. They'll cut the tubes and tie them like a knot so that it can't be distributed. But what they do now, because they discovered that if you disrupt the highway from the fallopian tube... From the egg, the the ovary to the uterine, you don't get fallopian tube uh, slash uterine slash um, ovary ovarian cancer because the area in which fallopian cancer or I'm sorry, ovarian cancer is mostly presented, which I was told at my my appointment. I don't know if this is universal, but it's what I was told at my appointment 
is that the fallopian tube is like the middleman for cancer. So if cancer is going to present itself, that's the area in which facilitates it. So they remove it now, not only for efficacy of sterilization, but for preventative measures for cancer or whatever. So that's what they removed. So I'm like, dope. I'm not, I can't have kids, but whatever. This so dude, what made you want to make that choice? I don't like kids. Remember when I said it earlier and you said I had to be careful and I said, fuck them kids. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, high five on that shit. Like, yeah. but I, I don't, know that I, I've been talking about for the last like couple episodes, like getting a vasectomy this year. So high five on that shit. You're going to get one. Oh yeah. Good. Uh, uh, me and Sandra Corbis were actually talking about this a while yeah. back of like making it a whole new thing. I'll call it brosectomy. It's like, we're going to make a whole, we're going to make a whole like spa day out of it. Like, yo, know, yeah. like, normalized bros like having a whole day and then getting our vasectomies yeah and then i mean obviously you know it'll be dressed or you have a band-aid or whatever and then you just have some hot bitch come and like kiss your boo-boos yeah one one would hope you need some hot bitch whatever the hot bitch of your choosing you can choose whomever fills that role but they come and kiss the boo-boos i mean consensually like i'm not just yeah. gonna be like no yeah it's a consensual hot bitch right like I'm yeah not... most bitches I mean, my bitches are all consensual. Well, mine are too, but <laughs> you were just like, pick a hot bitch. I'm like, but for the but for the universe to know that we yeah, are no, no, I, I mean consensually because I'm not going to just be like rolling down no. Hollywood Boulevard, but bitch, kiss my boo boo, kiss my boo boo. <laughs> I said, bitch, kiss my boo boo, kiss my boo, not with the, <laughs> not with the clip, not with the blicky. <laughs> you got the blicky. You said blick him, blick you, <laughs> kiss, my, kiss boo-boo. my boo boo, kiss my boo boo, or I blick you. Last thing you do on this Bye. planet, otherwise you will kiss my boo. Kiss my boo boo, or I blick you. Anyways, you were saying before we got ridiculous. What was I saying? You were saying that you know they killed the highway. Oh, yeah. So now I can't have kids. So I still have periods. That's a bummer. I know. Tell me about it. But um, I can't get pregnant. So I am the cream pie queen. You can cream pie me till the high heavens, and I will not get pregnant. I so can, what's your thoughts on period sex? Uh, pro. Yeah, yeah, I'm a grown up. I've had a period since I was 10 years. I've had a period for 20 years. I've had periods older than some of the girls in the industry. I have periods older than some of the girls who are taking dicks and doing whatever they're doing. Good for them. No, I'm not. It's not a direct. I'm not saying it in a bad way. Good for them. But what I'm saying is, is I have periods older than them. That's all that I'm saying. That's all. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Plenty of people your age who are still like, period sex is icky. Grow up. I agree. I agree. Have that man eat your coochie when you're on your period. Because honestly, maybe don't because then he becomes obsessed with you. And then he tweets about you all the time. I mean, (laughs) well, last person I ate out on the period, I definitely don't tweet about it at all. Well, that's good. Lucky. Lucky her. Uh, kind of unlucky. I told, kind of told her like, we're toxic for each other and we don't need to ever speak again. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I understand. I said that uh, people need a support group. Like if you've never had a bad bitch before and you get one and then you lose one, you need a support group. There needs to be a support group. That's actually, you know, I'm going to pay it forward in the industry and I'm going to, because a lot of these porn dudes have never been inundated with pussy in the way that they are now like whether they were ugly or people thought they were ugly or they weren't cool or whatever but i feel like a lot of these dudes 
didn't get bitches before porn and that's their problem and that's why they act the way that they are because they didn't get bitches before so they don't know how to act now that they get bitches so they act weird they act wild they that's just my in this this in this this in this thesis i will so <laughs> how did a dude act wild like I, I feel like there's a story here and you know what's funny because you're like is there anything off limits and i was like yeah and then now I'm like drinking and I'm like, let's talk about it. <laughs> Welcome to it. Now we drink. This is the secret of the sauce. No, but I have, I have no names for nothing, but I will say that, um, I have an effect and I'm not tooting my own horn. This is scientific. This is, a. Uh, it's peer reviewed. That's the thing. So I know about the scientific method. I went to college. I graduated from college. I have three college degrees. Not to do my own horn, but I'm going to in this moment. Two, two. Uh, I have three college degrees and two professional degrees for the state of California. So like I know. And all of them unpaid for at the moment. Yeah, I don't make money from none of them. And I still have student loans. So oh, if anybody no, 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 wants to pay I was off making a joke about the not paying for student loans. <laughs> if somebody wants to pay off my student loans. You know the, the After the toilet. Is, the toilet after, comes first. You know what? I will take a student loan payoff. It's only 10 bands. And if you pay off before Joe Robinette Biden says that we got to pay it back, it pays straight to the principal and not to the interest. So it's only 10 bands. So somebody, Only. If you just have that lying around. Yo, these dudes be saying, they be out here on Instagram flashing money or whatever. You know, you can buy like stage bills. I know. I, I, I mean, I, I have a whole grip. Allegedly. I have a, I have a whole fucking like grip of fake bills in my yeah. room that I used to shoot shit with. Yeah. Like, but they're fake bills. Please don't come yeah. murder me. I'm so dead. I'm having so much fun, but I really have to pee. What do I do in this moment? I'll just hold it. We actually probably should wrap in the nearest future. Okay. So, so I'll uh, hold it. I mean, if you, if you really need to go, it's we can pause. A, it's not an emergency, but I, I'm, I'm fine. Um, but what I, were I we don't believe about you. Before pee? What were we talking about? I don't believe you. <laughs> you need to pee. I I could I I would appreciate trip, it, but I'm not going trip, to trip. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you wouldn't let me unlock the layer of how much I've drank. So, nope. but no, I'll hold it. I'm good. All right, leather chairs for a reason. <laughs> right, <laughs> squirt. My squirt isn't pee. I because I can squirt. A million jillion times and then get up and go to the bathroom and pee. So that's my defense about the escort pee conversation. I know we weren't talking about it, but we are now. Apparently we are now. We are now. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure the audience would love right? to hear about you squirting quite a bit. I, I am a squirter. I like to squirt in faces and mouths and wherever. <laughs> Glasses. Anywhere. Yeah. Have you bottled it yet? Sometimes it's hard. Like, I want to bottle it, but I don't. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I need to. Nobody's ordered a bottle of squirt yet. Spend that money, yo. Get that 2022 vintage. Okay. They're futures. Right? <laughs> Get the futures. <laughs> right. Back here, we'll spend the money on a real cork. Okay. I have the bottling. I have the bottles. That would be amazing. Like if you like bottled it like fucking wine with the cork and the fucking oh, label. And then I would like dip it in wax. Right. Like full on maker's mark. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Perfect. I feel like she is doing a pee pee dance right now. Yeah, don't watch my eyes. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Becca is doing a pee pee dance right I'm now. I'm not doing a pee pee dance. <laughs> you are definitely doing a pee pee dance. I'm not doing a pee pee dance. So we're going to call last call so you can go pee. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> normally the show goes two hours. We're at two and a half already. Oh, because I'm so fun and interesting. Exactly. That's why. Not because of the PP dance. No, but <laughs> like I also have to edit all this. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, at, at some point I'll be like, uh, hey, this is gonna be a bunch of work for myself. So. It, it'll be good work. Oh, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. If I wasn't having a good time and I didn't think this was a worthwhile conversation, I would have called quits a half hour ago or sooner. I mean, but also the boobies came out a while ago. So, you know, it also changes things. I do love tits. I, I, yeah. The boobies are out. They are. Brown nipples are out. The brown boobies. They are. You know what's funny? I was t- I, we were talking and we had a homegirl that was out with us to dinner and she had her boobs done. But her, she had just gone implants where I had had a lift. I had a breast lift and implants. But her nipples were hard as hell. And she was like, do your nipples ever get hard? And I said, well, my left nipple gets more hard than my right nipple. I mean, my both of them are, they're even right now. But at that moment, it was like, because when you get a breast lift, they take your nipples off. They like pull them off of your body. Yeah. Yeah. And so you lose feeling in them sometimes. And so like my. That's a fucking bummer. I mean, I never had a whole lot of feeling in them to begin with. Well, that's also a bummer. Like, you know. Also a bummer. But yeah. Like as a dude, like I definitely like stimulating some fucking nipples. Like. Mm -hmm. A little. Yeah. Tongue. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to play with both of them. You can't just neglect one. No. But. In my case, that's actually perfect because the left one is the one that feels most of the feels. This one, like, it gets feels, but I can, like, I can feel this one, like, boop, 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 boop. But this one, I know that it's happening and I can feel it, but not in the same degree. I can feel it on my finger more than I can feel it on my nipple. That's sad. Like, that's it's supposed not to be. Though, because I mean, that's supposed I to be. I have perky dro- boobs. Yeah, but that's supposed to be an androgynous zone. Like, but they weren't from the beginning. It, for if my boobs that were before, so my before boobs, my pre boobs, I didn't have a lot of nipple sensitivity to begin with. So I didn't lose anything. I had saggy boobs. I, I'm not dissing nobody else's boobs, but I'm talking about my boobs. My, I mean, the boobs that make you happy. Yeah. Well, the boobs that I had before, before I got my boobs done, I had lost weight, gain weight, lost weight, gain weight, lost weight, gain weight. And, um, you know, I lost a lot of elasticity in my breast tissue. And so my boobs were, you know, at different levels. They looked different. They were at different fullnesses. So when I got my boobs done, you know, they made them the same size, the nipples, you know, are kind of the same size. They were never the same size to begin with. So how you y'all couldn't have made them the same size afterwards unless you measured them perfectly, and they didn't because they weren't perfect to begin with. So I'm happy. I'm happy with them. Like I said, a company. I mean, that's all that fucking matters. Exactly. That's all that matters. Like I, I had said, a company, a really popular company, asked me if I wanted makeup on my boobs, and I said no. You know, one of the first companies that booked me for a pro shoot edited my photos, hella. And those video, those pictures are circulating right now, and they don't look like me. Like you can tell that it's me in the photo, but they're so edited that it's not my skin. You can't see that I, I have cellulite. No matter where I was skinny at my smallest, when I was 190 pounds, I had cellulite. At the weight that I'm at now, I have cellulite. So it was like, you know, the photos were edited so much. To look like I didn't have cellulite, and that's just not an accurate representation. I don't like that. But you know, it's whatever. 
people want to edit my titty scars. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, you know, and I'm like, whatever. But I'm happy with the way that they're there. That's the important part, that exactly. you're fucking happy. 100%. But we really are going to call last call on this mm-hmm. motherfucker. Pat Kitty. Yes. First and foremost, before we reveal where they can find you on the things, yes. let's look, Let's unzip the bottle's fucking dress and see how let's much see. you... <laughs> let's see the bottle's dress. I need to see dun, it first. Dun, 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 dun. Yo. The audio version. Holy fuck that face. (laughs) That face was amazing. Yo. How much damage? Maybe it's in the bathtub. It was a half a bottle. (laughs) Oh, Peggy's done some damage. About a half a bottle. We'll put it back in its brazier. (laughs) (laughs) Back to that spurt less show. T says zip it back up. (laughs) Where can they find you on the things? You can find me. Okay, so. Let's get it started. So, Bad Kitty is always spelt wrong. It is full capitals, no spaces. B A D K I T T Y Y Y. Bad Kitty with three Y's, all uppercase, no spaces. How I spell it on my page is how it's done. Bad Kitty. You can find me at badkitty.com. You can find me at Bad Kitty with three Y's with an underscore on Twitter and OnlyFans. Bad Kitty, literally everywhere. Fansly, Pocket Stars, everywhere. Uh, I, I like honestly, if you have a place that I haven't been, I would like to be there. But you can find me at allmylinks.com slash bad kitty. And I have everything listed. I have a flashlight. Go get one. Go fuck the pussy. Flashlight Pro. It's on my pages. Yeah. I'm on the TikTok. I make funnies. Just find me. Find Bad Kitty. Find Bad Kitty. Buy her a toilet. Buy me a fucking toilet with a bidet. Buy me a a Japanese beautiful shower toilet. You should. They're fucking magical. Mm. They're fucking magical. I need one. Shout out to Matt Slayer for having me on Now We Drink. I appreciate you, Matt. Hey, thank my you. My absolute pleasure. I can't wait to do this again when we like do the bad panty party. Bad panty party. BPP. BPP. And BPP. Woo. I guess on the next one, I have to bring my tits out. Like Your tits got to come out on the next one. Uh-huh. But can you like. No, I can't. You win. Titty, titty. Your, your tits win. Like, like I don't even know how this was a competition. Your tits win. I know. Your tits win. I know. For y'all that were, I, I was doing the titty dance, like how Terry Crews does them. I was like, for the titties, like one titty, two titty, up, up, up. I was twerking the titties. But as always, mm-hmm. you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer, where you will see Bad Kitty's titties. Bad Kitty's titties. Right, because this I can't, this will kick, get me kicked off of YouTube if I don't censor them. So, the Patreon will have the uncensored titties, and also you can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. I I'm talking right now, so none of that is happening on camera, but it's just happening for my amusement and T's amusement apparently. Because <laughs> like as I'm talking, I'm not going to be on your camera, bad kitty. Like, no, I know, but this camera is running and there's right. titties in it. And, and post, it's going to be on me. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just going to have to, like, B-roll, like, back in. He's just, like, playing with herself while I try to do my sign-off. <laughs> yeah. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Drink up, motherfuckers. Hang on.
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, and now we drink. Cheers. <laughs>